from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Yeah. I really should have gone to pee before we oh, jump no. on the radio. You got to pee like right away at the gate? I've been holding it for... You want more to cover for you? Will you go pee? I'm just going to say... Do you have material, Maury? I'll pretend to be you. No, 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 no. no. Just be you. Do you have material? Or, or just be me, and then you go and pee and hurry, because yeah, I don't have a lot of material. Okay. I've been holding it for an hour and a half. Okay, go. Maury, you got material? I mean, we can chit-chat. No, 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 no. Just, I need to know if you have material. You come okay. prepared? You stormed in the room. You stormed in the room, saving that you can save the, save the, saying that you could save the day. No, yeah, I mean, I thought that... I thought that you and I would just chit-chat about, no. like, you know, the, the no, leaves no, 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 no. or your, the weather how, that's or not, that's how your night how this, was. That's not how this works. You gotta have material, man. No, you're walking away from your microphone right now. headphones on. I, who cares? Well, they're gonna feed back. They're not. Nobody can hear that. Only you can. Well, well you, you can't. No, but if it feeds I mean, I just want to no, at least... No, it's not feeding back. Stop, 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 stop. Do you have material or no? No, I don't. So you came no, in here being like, oh, I can save the day. To be honest with you. So would right. you rather me lie and say, yes, I have material, and then prove but that I don't? But you already did lie. At what point? When I said, do you have material, and you said yes, and then you said, okay, Mocha, go pee. And then he left, and now you tell me you have no, no material. I lied material. to him. I don't want to lie to you. I was the one that asked the question. I know, but I just didn't want him to have to hold the pee in. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've got no, no, this. No, no, I got no, this. That's You're not good. how it works, though. That's not how it works, man. Yeah, like if somebody's, you know. know. What is your, let me ask you this. Is, Pause someone, for one second. Just stop for one second. What is the compulsion that you have where your first instinct to every question that anybody asks you is to initially lie? Whether it's going to harm you in any way or not, where does that come from? Where every single question anybody asks you, your initial instinct is to lie. And if you catch yourself and change your answer, you normally change it to the truth. Yeah, I think it had a lot to do with my upbringing and being an only child. Why is that, though? Because it's just like, I, you know, my dad being my best friend, I just thought, like, if I lie, then he'll, you know, he'll believe me and then we can continue playing together. <laughs> like, I just thought it was one of those things where I'm like, I don't want this this man to think I'm a loser. So, so what would you lie to your dad about? Like, like he's telling like, you had you a girlfriend in Canada and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> like, if, you know, did you finish your homework kind of thing? Or, yeah. like, mm, isn't dinner good? Yeah. You know, that kind of, oh, thank God you're back. We got some serious therapy. <laughs> Maury, was, Maury was seconds away from crying. I went down the dad road with him, bro. What I miss? Why did it take you so long to be? I'm holding it for like an hour. <laughs> like, that, was a long, that felt like an hour. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So, a Harvard nerd yesterday really Why? cheesed a lot of people off. Okay. What did he or she do? Well, he, Professor Eric Rim at okay. the Harvard Chan School of Public Health, yeah, is trying to ruin French fries. Oh, God. Okay. Well, now we're not allowed to eat French fries? He says there is no real healthy amount of French fries that anyone should eat. He calls them a starch bomb. 
Oh, shut up, Eric. But Rim. if you must eat French fries, yeah, which I do, I must. Professor Rim suggests six at a time. Like pick up six, eat no, and then pick up another no. six. And, as in six in that one sitting. Yes, and that's it. Yes, has this nerd never had friend delicious French fries before? Mm-hmm. You can't eat six French fries and then stop. Uh-huh. Yeah, he tells the New York Times, I think it would be nice. The New York Times meal- ask for his opinion? Smart ass? <laughs> he says, quote, I think it would be nice if your meal came with a side salad and six French fries. Um, I think you're an idiot for thinking that. <laughs> Or for even saying that. <laughs> they no, say Nobody asked. Okay, they say potatoes, especially those uh, dunked and cooked in oil, have been linked to obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. A study published last year in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found that those who ate fried potatoes two or three times a week were at higher risk of mortality than those who ate their potatoes in other ways. So they're saying potatoes themselves are okay. You yeah. just can't deep fat fry them. Don't tell me how to have my potatoes, and, and jackass. If you, and if you are going to deep fat fry them, you should only be eating six at a time. And I don't mean like six in one handful and then six in one handful. Which is it's exactly like what I do. when you order a burger and fries. What? I'm going to tell them, excuse me, don't fill up that container no. with all fries. Give me only six. No, he would like it if restaurants took the initiative. And when you ordered a burger and fries, it only came with six. No, that's not the way we live. It's <laughs> <laughs> not society. <laughs> Stupid jackass. And uh, let me play you something from my computer here, because if that uh, if that freaked you out. Oh, hold on. As I'm reading uh, the six French fry rule, yeah. I find this oh, no. Hold from on. Uh, the Food Insider. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay, listen to this. So keep in mind, we're now only supposed to eat six French fries at a time. Yeah. Right? Okay, and now listen to this. Hey, it's Rachel. I'm at Ben's Canteen in South London. I'm here because I recently heard that the correct way to eat a burger is to hold it upside down. The reason for this is that the bun is usually thicker on top, so by flipping it, there's more bread underneath to absorb the juices, and the burger is less likely to... Oh, shut up! <laughs> Again, nobody freaking asked for stupid opinion! So, six french nobody fries asked. per order, and now we're supposed to eat a burger upside down. <laughs> nobody asked. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So the Leafs won uh, 4-3 last night against Buffalo in overtime. Mm-hmm. And I think they could have got the same result without going into overtime. I just think that they were distracted and bothered when earlier in the day, Dan Mori <laughs> was sitting, chit-chatting, harassing them with straight nonsense. <laughs> So got it's a their, holiday tradition. It really it got is. Into their mind. So it was still affecting them when they hit the ice yeah. last night. Yeah. They like, got the job done. Right? They still the end result is still yeah. fantastic. We won the game, but I think it didn't have to go into overtime. They were just really bothered. Sure. David Mori, with your Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday. With our boys in blue donning their gay apparel with a slight chill in the air which I'm thinking is just the ice. It is that time once again when we meet up with our Toronto Maple Leafs to celebrate Christmas. 
And we start off with my favorite, Morgan Riley, dude. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. Now, I don't have time to go to the mall, so I was hoping maybe I could just sit on your lap and tell you I want it for Christmas. Oh, uh, not with everyone around, I don't hey, oh. think. Okay, we'll wait till later then. Okay. Just me and you. Okay, when there's no one around me. Wow. You have a less sweaty lap. It's sweaty at the moment, yeah. If you were to stuff my stocking, what would you stuff it with? <laughs> lots of chocolate, with lots of good things. Yeah. Um, I mean, some cash. Everyone wants cash, so... <laughs> How rich are you? I'm just stealing it from people. This Christmas, I promise not to blank again. I fall asleep 20 minutes after dinner. Because normally when we have big family dinners, it's, it's a lot of food and the wine gets going, and the next thing you know, you're on the couch, and it's, it's tough to keep the eyes open sometimes. What was True. the last lie you told at Christmas? Uh, I mean, I think my last lie is I told my dad that I really liked his gift. He's gotten me cologne every year so, I mean, since I was like 14. So, you know, each year I lie to him and I tell him thanks, I don't have any, when really I have a year's supply. You have to complete the lyric, okay? Come, they told me. Come, they told me. I don't know what the next lyric is. Pa-rum-pum-pum-pum. <laughs> pum pum Okay, next up, Mitch Minor. Dude, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. What would be your dream job in the North Pole? I guess being Santa Claus. Like, I think that'd be... You, that job's taken. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to be Santa's assistant. I feel like he has way too much responsibilities. What about, like, an elf? You're forgetting them. Like, yeah, you're... but they do, they do a lot of work as well, so I don't know. Something like just... Well, you're looking for a job where you don't do anything. Yeah, yeah, kind of just hang out and, I guess, one day a year do something, but uh, more hanging out than anything. If Santa were to play on the Leafs, what position would Santa play? Probably goalie is a big body, so I'd give him a goaltender role, maybe. Okay, now over to Austin Matthews. Merry Christmas, dude. Thanks. Merry Christmas. This Christmas, I promise not to blank again. You have to fill in the blanks. Uh, I promise not to get drunk, because that's probably not the play on Christmas <laughs> yeah, with the family. Right. But that's probably my, <laughs> my promise. I'm not going to be drinking. you got to finish the lyric, okay? Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And you broke it? Last Christmas, I gave you my sheet. Oh, I know. Ugh. The very next day, you gave it away. There we go. Okay, but you cheated. That's fine. I, don't know. I didn't know you were expecting me to actually know that, but I probably should. John Travars, Merry Christmas, dude. How are you? Travars. I'm good yourself. Wonderful, thank you. When you're home for the holidays, when you're not the famous hockey player, what is your role at Christmas when you get home? Uh, well, I've, I've hosted my family the last couple of years, so uh, really a lot of credit goes to my wife with uh, organizing a lot of things. And, and uh, a couple of years we've done the turkey, but uh, I can't say I've really done a whole lot. Gary Sparks, Merry Christmas, dude. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Okay, here we go. You have to fill in the blank, all right? This Christmas, I promise not to blank again. I throw a party at Christmas every year, and it usually goes till about 2 a.m. I promise not to get shut down again. The cops came? No, my mom always shuts it down. <laughs> Are you in the basement and she's upstairs? It's, uh, it's, a family, it's a family event that turns into a greasy garage party. <laughs> Please, can I have an invite? It's one of the best parties of the year, and I DJ. You have to finish the lyric, okay? Yeah. I just want you for my own more than you will ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Maury, come on in here for a second. I need to, both of you to do something for me. Oh, wow. What do we get to do? Okay. <laughs> first things first. Gentlemen. Yeah. Take your hands. Make fists with your hands like this with okay. your fingers facing down. Don't okay. look at them. Okay. Okay. Like now I'm giving I'm, a fist bump. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask each of you a question. Yes. Which do you think is longer, your index finger or your ring finger? My index. 
Maury? Wait, which is No, no, ring? no, don't look. I was trying to figure out which my ring was. Oh, my God. The one with the ring on it. <laughs> I know now. I looked. Okay, which is longer, your index finger or your ring finger? Your pointy finger. Okay. Index. Now put your, hands flat on the, put your hands flat on the desk. Oh, my God. Which one's longer, Mocha? My ring Wait, finger. Wait, but hold on a second here. Yeah, Maury? Wait a minute. Yes, ring finger. Not by much, though, right, Maury? On one hand more than the other. Okay. What? So, Mocha, what about you? Which one's longer, your ring finger or your index finger? My ring finger. Right. You had no idea, did you? No. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Right? We all think that. So the story goes, because I'm reading this, and the, and the headline was, How to Tell If Your Girlfriend Is Going to Cheat on You. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay. I'll get to the other thing in a second. Okay. So it was how to tell if your girlfriend's going to cheat on you. And they say women with long index fingers on their left hands are more likely to have affairs. This sounds like real solid science, so I'm not even going to question it. <laughs> uh, they say it has to do with the amount of uh, estrogen that you, they were exposed to while in the womb. And the more estrogen that they were exposed to led to women having longer index fingers on their left hand. So if a woman's index finger on her left hand is longer or as long as her ring finger, they say she is most likely to cheat. Because of all that estrogen? Because of all that estrogen. Oh, there's estrogen inside of me. I feel okay. like cheating. Yes. <laughs> Come now, on, men, on the other hand, yeah. who were exposed to higher levels of testosterone in the womb, yeah. they say it has a masculating effect. It has nothing to do with cheating because obviously, because of this story, men don't cheat. I've said this for years. <laughs> nope. only, only women cheat. Uh -huh. We all know that. Um, so it has a masculating effect, they say. And as a result, in men, it means that your ring finger yeah. is longer than your index finger. Yeah. So if you have high levels of testosterone in you, yeah. you will have much longer ring fingers than index fingers. That's why I always, it's, uh, it's like I'm always roid raging. Right. Maury, let me look at your fingers. Um, my, my middle finger is longer than all of them. Take your hands and go like this and then put them on the table. Okay. What do you see? Uh, on Maury's right hand, his ring finger and index finger are the exact same length. Oh my god. Cheater. I know, I have wacky hands. No, you have um, feminine hands, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you look at my but fingers. only on my right but, side. I know, I know, that's really weird. Like, one, Maury has one hand that's really masculine. That's why I only like the men coming from the right. Right, Maury has one, like, hand that's very masculine, one hand that's very feminine. Let me see your hands again? So that's, so you have one hand that... Potential could cheat? Yeah, Maury's got you one. Have one cheating hand? Can I use that as an excuse? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wouldn't tell Matthew because that hand will have a mitt on it yeah. until the end of your life. <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, uh, everybody loves Sean Mendez. Such a nice guy. Uh, talented. He's got that show coming up next year. Tickets on mm -hmm. sale on the 15th. But the world has been waiting, collectively waiting, especially that BTS army, been waiting for the collab that Sean Mendes talked about like months and months ago. Yeah. And Damon Mori was hanging out with Sean Mendes. 
and needed to get that update from them. Now, I have to ask you something, because you told me the last time we talked that you were going to be doing a collaboration with BTS. Did you lie to me? Where I didn't it? lie to you. What WTF? I don't know where it oh, went. Wow. I, just, I haven't seen them since. There's text messaging, DMs. Like I, I know, but this is the person-to-person -person thing. To create a song is much more than just a DM. For sure, mm -hmm. but we're still waiting. Okay, I, I, I promise you. Why Yo, are you grilling the guy, man? <laughs> <laughs> Giving him such a hard time. Well, because Mark knows what happens when you lie to the BTS army, that's why. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's they not come good. after you. We don't, need, after you. we don't need our guy, Sean Mendez, on the bad side of I don't, the BTS. Forget Sean Mendez. I don't BTS want Maury fans. on the bad side of the BTS army. Oh, that's true. That's true. You he's don't want the army coming after he's you. spreading the lies. <laughs> All right, before we get to the uh, awkward game that Dammit Mori tried to play with Sean Mendez. Yeah. And this is a good question. I'll give you this, Mori. This is a good question that you asked him about his writing process and how he chooses what to say in certain tracks. What words do you hate so much that they'll never end up in one of your songs? I probably will never say Moonlight. I will never say like dancing in the moonlight, probably. I love saying dancing, something to do with dancing, but like in the moonlight probably won't do um i re re really really try hard not to say baby more than like four times but that's very hard more than four. that just becomes impossible because i end up saying it you've realized all my songs say baby yeah pretty much yeah i thought you were gonna say something, something like moist oh you die definitely wouldn't say moist that's not even in my brain when i'm in the studio <laughs> moist curb carpet all those like there's about most of the words i wouldn't use i thought you're asking in terms of things that could be used well, anything can be used. I wouldn't use the word horse. I wouldn't use the word plant. I mean, you wouldn't use the word horse? Baby, we're riding a horse in the moonlight? I don't remember. No. <laughs> Maybe you could do that. Fair enough. Sounds like it's from the 50s. <laughs> it's so true. Could you imagine, though? Next, next song he writes, it'll actually be called Baby Riding a Horse in the Moonlight. I'm telling you right it'll now. It'll be a number one hit. This is the kind of thing, and I know that Shawn Mendes chooses his words carefully, but this is the kind of thing I'm sure, I'm sure that there is some sort of horse collective out there that are very passionate on social media that have now a headline that simply reads, Sean Mendez will never use the word horse in a song. <laughs> like a horse army? <laughs> like, yeah. Like just as strong as the BTS no, it's, army? No, it's going to be the farmers. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be something like, ah, you just wait. You Sean, just wait. Sean, Sean Mendez hates, hates horses. horses. <laughs> Stop horse shaming, Sean. <laughs> Oh, you just oh. wait. You just wait. He has no way. You thought the Rolling Stone article was bad? You wait till the horse people come. Whenever we, we hang out, we do a fun game together. All right. And the, one time we did a thumb wrestle. One time we did an arm wrestle. Yeah. And the last time we saw each other, we did back Pictionary. Right. This time I thought we would play the hot potato game. Great. Do you know what that is? No, I never know what your games are. Uh, well, most people do. Okay, I know what hot potato is. I might be wrong with this. So it's where your hands are down and my hands are up and then... This isn't called hot potato, by the way. What is this called? Hot Here potato is like, hot potato, pass it on, pass it on. You don't know that song? No. You don't know this. So what potato. is this? Okay. This is like... Oh, well, no, you didn't say we're going to start. You that's just not my the hand. point. You're supposed to just like... No, but let, like, let's begin. Okay, okay. so... <laughs> okay, let, let me go. Okay. Okay. All right, so the game that they're playing yeah. is when... So if you and I are playing together, my palms... My hands are facing yeah. outwards, and my palms are facing up. And right. then your hands are directly over mine. Your palms are facing down over my right. palms. And then I have to try to slap the top of your hand. Right. We used to call that guts. 
guts? Yeah. I didn't even knew what the the name of the game was. We just yeah. walk up to somebody, hands out, and be like, yo, let's yeah. play. Or like uh, or like Red Hand or something like that. Yeah, but I always had a name to yeah. it. Yeah, so that's yeah. the game that Maury and Sean oh, Mendes are trying to play you. here. Okay, so my hands are above his hands. His palms are facing my palms. Uh, uh-huh. and, he, and he got me because <laughs> I was distracted because he did that on purpose. One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> really, I don't know how you win that game. It's really hard. Okay, can you, for the love of God, come up with a game for us to play next time? I will, because that was a bad game. Was that? No, it wasn't. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your best work. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. You know, we always talk about Air Transat and the places that they fly to, the amazing discounts you get. The amazing discounts you get on airline tickets, right? But we never have a chance to talk about any of the hotels that Air Transat partners with, which is why it's called the Transat Distinction Collection. These are spots all over the place where you will get direct round-trip transfers between the airport and the hotel. So your experience doesn't just end as soon as you step off that airplane once you get to your destination. Yeah, also guaranteed reservations at the a la carte restaurants. Guaranteed reservations. Yeah. That is huge. Uh, free Wi-Fi. You need Wi-Fi. I know. Anywhere you go in the world, you need Wi-Fi. A lot of places, they make you pay for it, but mm-hmm. when you travel with uh, and stay at one of Transat's Distinction Collection hotels, uh, you'll get that free Wi-Fi. Also, for me, I like the mini bar stocked daily. Oh, Not yeah. every other day, but daily. Unlimited selection on drinks. And when you show up at the hotel, they give you that cocktail. What? Just like I, in the movies. I, now, I don't mean to say that I'm all about the drinking because everything I've said in this commercial has been about <laughs> the drinking. Yeah. But I'm just saying that when you go to one of these hotels, it's amazing. Oh, also, bottle of wine in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Beach towels, bathrobes, slippers in the room. Uh, there is so much to be had with the Transat Distinction Collection of hotels. You can get pampered. You can get all the details mm-hmm. at transat.com. All right, let's take a phone call now. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. What's up? Hi, uh, today's actually my birthday. Hey, <laughs> happy birthday! <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, woke up this morning, uh, don't work today, and I was like, first thing I did, I haven't even checked any of my happy birthday text or anything. Oh, I said, you, you know what? I'm going to call Raza Mocha because you're a part of my morning every morning. Oh, and uh, I hear you guys singing happy birthday to everyone. I said, you know what, this year... 28 today, and today's going to be my year. All right, well, what's your name? Uh, it's Andrew. Andrew, 28 years yep. old, and you want Rosamoka yep. to sing you happy birthday. Yes, and then no, after, if it's that not too much to ask, uh-huh. if you guys could play maybe Pinched or 5 and 7, uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, well, which one out of the two is your favorite? Uh... Actually, I like when you when you Mocha get pinched and you scream. It's oh, hilarious. So right. I would like pinched. So five and seven. Fully agree, my man. <laughs> Fully agree. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's sing Andrew hey, a very uh, happy Maury, birthday. Come on in, my love. What are you doing in there? Got to wait for Maury. He does not want to do this, by the way. <laughs> are you okay, Maury? You gonna ruin his birthday? Why would I ruin his birthday? I don't know. You seem cute. like you're, you seem like you're in a bad mood. No, he sounds cute. Oh, okay. Okay, you ready? Are you in a bad mood because you can't have him? <laughs> I can have anyone I want. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. Don't start with this. Whatever. Challenge accepted. Oh, <laughs> what did he say? Andrew, accepted? Andrew's totally into it. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Andrew. Happy birthday.
Honestly, don't. Andrew, if your wish was to have Maury die of natural causes live on the radio, it may come true. Just give it 30 seconds. Congratulations. Are you going to be okay? <coughs> yeah, I had a nut. <laughs> Alright. By request, all men, all men, get ready for some ouchies. It's pinched! <laughs> New game alert! New game alert, okay. This is pinched! Play. Okay, very simple game. It's trivia. Mori versus Mocha. In front of them, there's a giant pile of old school wooden clothes pegs. Yep. And uh, simple. I will ask you guys a series of questions. Get a question wrong, you get pinched, meaning your opponent gets to put a clothes peg anywhere on you that they see fit. So, yes. Are you ready? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, damn it, Maury, are you ready? Yeah. Maury, can we hear your buzzer, please? Mocha, your buzzer? Maury, your buzzer again? Mocha. All right, your categories are Head West, young man. <laughs> or okay. Rhymes with Bikini. Oh, man. Wait, What? Rhymes with bikini? Yeah, head west, young man, or yeah. rhymes with bikini. Uh, Mocha, you get to pick the category. Okay, uh, let's go with head west, young man. Okay, so uh, every answer will have the word west in it, just so you know, okay. gentlemen. Okay, here we go. Uh, Kanye's mom. Uh, Mocha. Donda West. Correct. How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not my job to keep track of what you know. <laughs> I'm not from the streets. That's so true. Right? All right, David Mori. Um, let's see... Do I put the clothes peg on David Morey's lip or do I put it directly on that red pimple underneath his eye? Oh. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Uh, we'll go with pimple. Okay. Actually, no. Okay. Just in case it breaks Just open. Just as you know, you put it on pimple. We reuse these pegs, so you might get pimple on you next time. Okay. okay. Well, First of all, that's gross. You <laughs> <laughs> get pimple on you. All right. Open your mouth. Right on the corner of the mouth. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All I taste is the wood. <laughs> uh huh. Next. All right. Moving on to the category of head west, young man. Uh, Will Smith was hanging here in a cool cowboy hat. Maury. Oh, oh, oh. Wild, wild west. <laughs> oh, just. <laughs> <joking>. <laughs> All, right. All right. We're going on the cheeks. Ow. Oh, oh, God. That's my beard hair. Oh, 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 my God, ow! Oh, ooh, okay. I'm okay. Okay, Mo Mocha's got one hanging right yeah. off his beard hair Kinda hurts. right now. That doesn't look comfortable it at all. It doesn't feel nice. Continuing on the category of Head West, young man. You know the movie, the one where they're singing and dancing while having a knife fight? Maury. West Side Story. Correct. Oh, I was going to say that. No, you <laughs> All right, look at me, man. Where are you uh, going? Eyebrow. Ow! Oh! Oh my God! Oh, on the hair! Oh! oh. <laughs> Yo, that really hurts. <laughs> it doesn't look good. Oh, All right, moving on to the category good. of rhymes with bikini. Oh, okay. Here we go. Shaken, not stirred. Maury. Martini. Correct. Oh my God! I was gonna say that. <laughs> oh no, I'm losing. Mouth. Oh! Oh my God! Ouch! Oh my God! That hurts! <laughs> oh my God, dude! <laughs> Oh, why are you so mean? <laughs> okay, continuing over the category of oh. rhymes with bikini. You know, it's like spaghetti, but fat. Like fat uh. spaghetti. Maury. Fettuccine. Yeah, Maury, you win. Okay. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so rare. Oh. Nose. Oh, my God. God. Oh. oh, oh, oh. Oh, God, he's oh, going oh, right oh, up the oh, nostril. Oh. Right up the nostril. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> this one hurts the most. <laughs> <laughs> Mocha's put his oh. arm on my shoulder. 
Oh my god! Do you need a hug? How many more questions? Uh, there's one more. Oh my god! My eyes are watering. My In the eyes category are watering. of rhymes with bikini. Yeah. Um, probably the greatest magician ever. Also, he's dead. Maury. Oh, my God. oh the great Mandini. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no. moron. It's Houdini. Yes, correct. <laughs> Although I do can like you, the can, words of Mandini. You, <laughs> so did we just both I win? can't see. Wow, okay. Give me a close peg. No, I'm pegging you, bro. <laughs> yeah, you got to get pegged more. <laughs> okay, uh, we're also going to go uh, with the nose. Right there. Oh no, I have, I have, a, like my nose bleeds often. Well, it's gonna. Hold on, hold on. Just go slow, go slow. Okay. Just stick it in slow because it'll bleed. <sighs> ah! Ow! Oh, it's like not even in. It's on the tip hair. <sighs> okay. <laughs> All right, let me count them up. Yeah, please oh. hurry. Okay, Maury, one, two, Mocha, one, two, three, four. Maury, you win. Uh, <laughs> my eye, look at my eye. Look at my eye. Look. You're crying. Oh, it's watering right now. It hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you play pinched. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Jesse. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Good uh, to talk to you. So, Jesse, you wrote us this. What would you do if your friend accused your girlfriend slash boyfriend of doing something that they didn't do but drives the point home as if they really did? Wow. Okay, so... What? Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, what, the way that I understand this, and correct me if I'm wrong, okay, but you and your girl have friends, and one of those friends was screwing around on the other friend, and then they, your girl knew about it, and she needed to talk to somebody to get that info off her chest, so she told you... And then that information got out somehow and got back to that other couple, and they blame you for being the one who leaked the info, correct? Oh, not the other couple. My girlfriend's friend. Uh, because they don't know about it. The couple doesn't know about it. But the um. Okay, so why don't you... We'll forget everything I just said. Explain okay. Explain this to me, Mocha, and everybody else as quickly and, and concisely as you can. Yeah. So I have a friend. His name was Kyle, and then... Kyle knows that this couple was screwing around, and then Kyle told Amanda, mean? my girlfriend. Okay, what do you mean this couple was screwing around? Like on each other, sorry, or sorry. like one person in no, the couple was cheating? Sorry, yeah, one one of the person okay. uh, was screwing around on the other. My okay. apologies. Okay, so Kyle um, Kyle is not part of that couple. Kyle's not, no. No, but okay. Kyle knows the story and told your girlfriend, oh, Amanda. God. Okay. Correct. Okay, and then your girlfriend told you. Uh, told me because she needed someone else to get it around. Uh, not to get it around, to get it off her chest with, yes. So okay. then the news gets out, it's in the air, everybody knows that this one person in the couple is cheating. And Correct. the person that told your girlfriend is now blaming you for snitching? Correct. But your girlfriend knows that you didn't leak that info. Oh, of course. Did you though? I did not. You did not. Do you know who leaked no. the info? I have my suspicions, but... Okay. okay. Do, what, do you like Kyle? Yeah, Kyle's a good guy. Okay. I have nothing against him. So have you had a conversation with Kyle and be like, bro, I did not, like, say well, anything about anything? Through the grapevine, I, like, I've talked to Amanda. Amanda's talked to Kyle, but... Kyle doesn't like talking to me directly. Okay, so here. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I have one piece of advice, really, and I don't know how much farther I can go with it. Uh, and that piece of advice is why you care so much. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This you know? is my girl's really... best friend, right? Yeah, like, but I... okay. First of all, it's none of your business, right? Of course. But I, I understand. You know, your girlfriend needed to. 
uh, have this conversation with someone, and naturally she would go to you. Your right? gr- your girlfriend's best friend is a guy. Yes, that's weird. He's That's gay. Weird. It's weird. Um, he's gay. Oh, he's gay. Oh, okay. Not weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Now it's not weird. Now it's totally cool. Okay, so Jesse, um, do you know the, the the couple that the guy's cheating on the girl or the girl's cheating on the guy? I know of them. They're oh. around. Okay, Jesus. so Who why cares? are you Who cares? concerned, man? Who cares? First of all, it's none of your business. You know the information. You know that you didn't leak it to anybody else. Just tell Kyle to, like, <laughs> calm the F down. Yeah. That's the more what I'm concerned with is Kyle because I want to get along with him to get so my so girlfriend. have a conversation yeah, with just him. Have a conversation, just be like, just hey, dude, let's, there's face nothing more. There's yeah. nothing more I can say to you. There's nothing more I can say to you other than, uh, hey, listen, I didn't say this, and I would maybe even frame it like this. Okay, what's your girlfriend's name? Amanda. Okay, you're gonna say this, Kyle. Listen, you are best friends with Amanda. You trust Amanda, and you trust Amanda's judgment, and you love Amanda. I'm in love with Amanda. I'm her boyfriend. I'm with her. You have to trust her judgment that she is not going to be with somebody who would do something like that. You have one person in common, okay? And if you're not the type, if you were the type to do that, Amanda probably wouldn't be with you. And if she values her relationship with Kyle and found out that you actually did do that, she would also probably have a problem with it, okay? So you just got to sit Kyle down and say, bro, it wasn't me and we got to move past this. We're all friends here. We both love Amanda. You're going to be in our life for a real long time. This has nothing to do with us. This doesn't even concern us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Easiest FML ever. Thanks, Jesse. No problem. Thank you, guys. Right on, <laughs> man. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hi, how are I you? I can't believe I'm on the radio. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good. What's your name? My name is Karen. Karen. What can we do for yeah. you? Um, I just wanted to tell you guys who my favorite was. Oh, wow. Nobody okay. asked. Hey. Damn, Roz. Yeah. Um, okay, well, Karen, first of all, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's very nice to have you join us. Thank you. How long have you been listening to the Ronza Mocha show for? Uh, for the nine years that you guys have been on the air. Wow. wow. Okay, so the nine years. So you've been with us right from the very beginning. Uh, yeah. Been through all the ups and downs, the the, the life moments of exactly. the show. Um, so between Ronza and Mocha, who's your favorite? Okay, so this is the thing. Both my sister and I listen to the radio show driving to work every Uh morning. We both have the same favorite person, in a sense. Yeah. So we were having this discussion, and then she was telling me about Ross and this Caillou feud that he has. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? Can I I just, I'm going to stop you right now real quick, Karen. I'm going to stop you real quick, okay? The look on Roz's face, I have to describe <laughs> to you right now, okay? So the poor guy, first of all, he's sick, right? He's got strep throat, right? So he already looks like garbage, and he feels like garbage, and he's got his hand on his chin right now, and his eyes are, like, squinting. like He's trying to look for something. <laughs> and he just looks completely disgruntled. Mm-hmm. So, oh, my goodness. With that visual, uh, please continue, Karen. You know sometimes when you're in a mall and you see, like, a hothead dad hit their kid? <laughs> oh, right? Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, like, in my state right now, that's what I feel like is happening to me. Okay. Oh, no. I'm okay. so sorry to say that so or hear you, that. You might as well call me a smooth, cool dude and just wrap this whole thing up, <laughs> sweetheart. Well, that's, okay. that's how we started, though. That's how we started with the okay. smooth, cool dude, okay? Yeah, okay. okay? So, long story short, it turns out that you were both of our favorites. But then, 
after hearing that Mocha, every time he hears this mix or this Caillou person makes a song or something and you guys play it on the radio as an exclusive, Mm -hmm. I kind of switched because that's something I would do. That's something and you would do. Like you I would, would do, yeah. You to would my play sister. the Caillou like remix songs if it were made about your sister. Yes, and I would dive laughter, and I kind of have a very loud laugh like you. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it. It's. I'm so sorry, but I have Mocha as my favorite, and my sister has Roz as her favorite. Mm. What's your name? My name's it's Karen. 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 You hate me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But my sister's probably listening, and she'd probably want to call in and tell you that you're her favorite. So I thought I'd just do it for her. I used to watch a lot of documentaries on serial killers. And every now and then you would realize that these serial killers would do stuff to get caught. Because they either one, they, they wanted to take credit for it, or they wanted the fame, or they wanted to end it all. So they would do certain things to get caught. Let me tell you my theory right now, Karen. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to start pulling tape right now. More, I need you to start pulling Caillou tape right now. Because I think Karen's Caillou. <gasps> no, no, trust me, I'm not. No, I, I think you are. I think you listen to this woman's <laughs> voice. Yeah. Go back and listen to Caillou. I think Karen's Caillou. Karen, are you Caillou? I am not. I didn't even know he didn't like Caillou until uh-huh. my sister told me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Karen? No, I'm not Caillou, Karen. Karen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are we, like, solving the biggest mystery in the nine years of the Razamoka show right now? Karen, are you Caillou? Just be straight up with us. No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. At this moment, I kind of wish I was. Karen? <laughs> no, unfortunately, I'm not. Uh-huh. Okay, do me a favor. Just say this line, okay? Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Oh, my God. Okay, yo, right? Yo, legit, you kind of yeah. sound like Caillou. Yeah. <laughs> Can we play this Caillou? Because I've actually never oh, heard this, it. this Caillou I've, that I've never heard of. But all of a sudden, Mocha plays it exclusively on the show. Like, you know all the words, right, Karen? Holy cow. That is so funny, but trust me, I don't have the time for that. Oh, okay. I know this voice. I know this voice. You think this is Caillou? 100%. I don't know if it is. Yeah, and you just couldn't, you just couldn't stay away. You couldn't stay away. Oh, man. I kind of like having the mystery of, yeah. you know, we don't know no, who Caillou me, is. The, the mystery is still there. No. I guarantee it. Uh-huh. We'll see. We're <laughs> going to come back and we're going to play some Caillou examples matched up with your voice. <laughs> give, her, give her another Caillou classic. What's another line, Mocha? Shit, you know? Me? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, say this, okay? Karen, repeat after me. Roz is my father. Roz is my father. <laughs> no, no, no. Now you're yeah, trying to... No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't Karen. know, Karen. Hello? I repeat it. Yeah, hello. Okay. Oh, see right there? See right there? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. We're going to have to do some more investigating <laughs> yeah. here. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Kai. Or, sorry, Karen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and y'all yeah, tell you what the other thing, too, what? is Karen, you actually sound kind of cute. And and now I don't like you. That's okay. That that Ouch. is okay. Uh-huh. That's okay. I totally get it because I switched from Ross to Boca, so yeah. I totally get it. Okay. Okay. Damn, girl. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Come on. Listen. Even still, a win's a win. I'll take it. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Got okay. some investigating to do. 
Yes, we do. So if you're new to this whole Caillou thing. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha show, by the way. He's Roz, I'm Mocha. I, when I first had a kid, so eight and a half years ago, I discovered um, that there was this thing on television that was just the worst thing that I've ever heard in my life, which was Caillou. And this is before everybody, because you see a lot of Caillou hate now. Yeah. Right, Buzzfeed like, did a big thing about Caillou. Yeah, like way after we had the discussion. Wait, I'm talking. We're going back almost nine years now since this started, and I would go on these rants about Caillou, and everybody thought I was nuts. And now everybody hates Caillou, which is great. End it all. Uh, but somebody who listens to this show created a Caillou parody account on Twitter and started trolling me. And this is like a long game troll, like going on, I think, like seven years now. Mm-hmm. It's like a long troll job. And they write songs and they uh, think that they write and produce. They write and produce songs, songs <laughs> and they Photoshop pictures and they claim that I am Caillou's dad. And this has been going on for seven years. And I, we have no idea who this person is. They've never revealed themselves. One time they took a picture in the subway. And you saw a slight reflection of who they may be, but it wasn't enough to make them out. Yeah. Which drove me nuts it's as like well. You know, the picture of Bigfoot in the forest. Right. So we just got off the phone with somebody named Karen, who yeah. I had said is very much like a serial killer who wants to get caught. They finally need credit for their, all their hard work, and they allow themselves to be caught. Because as we were talking to Karen, she sounded a whole lot like Caillou. So now we're going to go through some examples here of Karen, who was on the phone, and the examples of what Caillou has sent Whoops. us. And I don't even know how many songs Caillou has sent over the years. It's got to oh, be like a, a it's got to be, right? Well, like here's one. Yeah. Roz is the man who's old. He keeps breaking his toe. He's not very smart, though he's my father. So many scarves to choose. Leather <laughs> pants and ugly shoes. Thank God oh. no one sees him on the radio. Right. <laughs> Like, just so kind, right? <laughs> Nothing but nice things to Nothing say. Nothing but nice things. Ross is my dad. Ross is my dad. He knows he's guilty. Now I bet more he's sad because I make him mad because he's jealous of me. <laughs> la, 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 la. I'm Ross's son. Right. Okay. <laughs> Now, uh, do we have a clip of Karen? Because I, I want to see if we can alter her voice as well. But do we have a clip of Karen sounding normal from that phone call? Uh, yeah, hold on. Here. Okay. Because I know I wasn't the only one. Because when you go on Twitter, um, Ish had said, that last caller sounded a lot like Caillou. Yeah. And then on. Megan wrote, that girl sounds like Caillou, hashtag suspicious. So we're not the only ones. Both my sister and I listen to the radio show driving to work uh-huh. every morning. We both have the same favorite person, in a sense. Yeah. So we were having this discussion, and then she was telling me about Ross and this Caillou feud that he has. Right? Like, like just bewildered? Like, I don't know what this Caillou thing is. Yeah. And then as she was talking and going on and on, I was like, this is Caillou. So can we match these up? Can we... Hello. Can we do something with her voice okay, to on. make her sound like the Caillou? That hey, Ross. Why the long face? You think the fact that I'm your son 
is a disgrace? I may be spoiled, a little bit whiny, but I think you're just jealous because your head ain't as shiny. But whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Okay, so that's the line. That's the line that we had Karen say. This line right here. Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. So. Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Pause. Okay. Hold on. Let me. Roz, you need to pause. Okay, hold on. So there's... Whoa, you need to pause. Okay, so there's that. Yeah. Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Totally the same person. Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. So that's Karen that was on the phone. That's Karen that was on the phone. Hold on, let me... It's the same person. We had Caillou on the phone. It's like, do you remember in in, uh, in when you watch like a horror Whoa, movie? Roz, you need to pause. Okay, right? So that's Karen. Yeah. And then this is. Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Right? Yeah. Okay. Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. Yo, same person. Bro, that sound like the exact same person. The exact same person. That was 100% Caillou that called. Did we figure it out? Yeah, but I don't know how to find her now. That was it. You know, like, it was that movie? Remember, was it Seven where Kevin Spacey just, like, showed up? And they didn't know that it was... Yeah, and they didn't know that he was the guy? And they're like, get out of here. Roz, you need to pause. This is a huge breakthrough for me. Roz, you need to pause. Yeah, that's a huge breakthrough, bro. Roz, you need to pause. Come on. Are we wrong? That sounds same Are we wrong? That sounds same I'm not going to lie. That sounds same Right? I think we figured it out, guys. Yeah, but we still don't know who they are. <laughs> we didn't bother to get a last name. Or a phone number. <laughs> or a phone number. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa, Roz, you need to pause. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So let me read you this headline here. Pregnant newlywed gets four months in jail for opening Pringles can in the store. What? Pregnant newlywed gets four months in jail for opening a Pringles can in the store. Not out here. No, this is in the UK. So you would think, God, can you get arrested for when you're shopping and you just like open stuff and start snacking so. on it, I do it when all you're the walking time. through the store? What do you do it with? I do it with, one time I did it with a, a Snickers bar. Yeah. But I kept the wrapper. And when we got to the cash register, sure. I said, hey, I ate this in the store. Done. Um, and I do it a lot with drinks. I'll yeah. open like a bottle of water. But again, I'll keep I'll keep the bottle. Yeah. Or if I open a thing of juice, I'll keep it. And when I get to the cash register, I'll say, hey, I had this in the store. We uh, I've had Roxy with me in Metro and I've gone immediately to the hot food section and got her chicken fingers and fries. And by the time we got to the cash, they scanned the empty box. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. The other place I do it, but, (laughs) but the other place that I do it. Yeah. Have in the past and have not said anything. Yeah. And sneak the food. Oh no. Is bulk barn. Oh, yeah, you're one of those. But let me tell you this. Let me read you the story here. Okay. So the headline again, pregnant newlywed gets four months in jail for opening a Pringles Canada store. And to me, this sounds like a travesty. Come on. But the actual story goes, this woman went into a store that she was previously banned from. Oh, Went into the store, grabbed a can of Pringles, ran up to the cash and opened it and then said, well, since I opened it, you got to let me buy it. 
because she's not allowed to shop there. <laughs> so she was so, busted really for trespass. Yes. Trespassing. Not she did for not exactly opening the Pringles and eating it. And then they were like, hey, lady, right. you can't do that in here. Right. You're under arrest. Right. So if you just read the headline, it goes a completely different way. Anyway, damn it, Maury uh, went out on the streets last night to find out how you felt about this travesty. Throwing the facts of the story out oh. the window, this got to me thinking. <laughs> when we're grocery okay. shopping, we all do a little finger nibblies once in a while. I'm here at Long Ghost to find out what's the last thing we've nibbled on while grocery shopping. What's your name? Lee. Lee, okay. What have you nibbled on recently while shopping? Nuts. All day. Roasted are the, probably the best. You know those uh, those little containers of nuts that you see that you can just open up the thing? Yeah. In there. That's where I would just go after that and just kind of take that out, just sample. Now, when you get to the cash, are you paying for them or are you discarding the packaging before you even get to the cash? No, I'm just paying for other items. Oh, you steal the nuts. Absolutely. Oh, wow. I, I open up a drink if I'm really thirsty. I'll have a sip before I check out. I guess snacks mostly. Like, I wouldn't open a big meal, but, like, <laughs> I guess, like, chips. I would open chips. Um, That's mostly it, just snacks. I guess drinks. I've definitely done that before when I've been really thirsty and I couldn't wait, but <laughs> that's pretty much it. And are you honest when you get to the checkout? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm honest. Like, I'll show them and a little awkward sometimes depending on the person but yeah I'll be honest with it when I was a child I used to actually take Werther's from the little candy bins mm. when I was grocery shopping with my mom not realizing it was bad and uh, she scolded me for it several times and then I still do it every once in a while so I guess the punishment didn't really uh, fit the bill there and I I'm, I haven't learned my lesson so okay, well we're here at the grocery store I have opened a package of Pringles you want one <gasps> I would I, have you paid for it no Sure, I'd love one. <laughs> um, I've definitely been guilty of going by the produce section and sneaking a few grapes here no. and there. What have you done? Have you ever actually maybe opened a candy bar? And- yeah, I definitely have opened yeah. a bottle and said, okay, I'll definitely pay for it when I you get hungry as you're doing grocery shopping. So totally. I've definitely opened something and said, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll open a beverage and I'll pay for it. And I've definitely sometimes have forgotten to pay for it at checkout. You teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> you teeth. Good for you. Sorry. Okay, what about you? Wine gums. Love mm. wine gums. And wine I'm angry. Gums. Working all day. I need a little sugar in my system. True. I'm oh. going to open them and I'm going to eat them and I'm going to pay for them when I get out and check out. That's it. What's wrong with that, girl? Nothing. Nothing, baby cakes. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Yo! Yo! How are you? I'm all right. You're sick. Yeah. It's like our house. I shouldn't be here. Everyone uh, in our house is sick as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Whatevs. Is that time of season? What do they got at home? Um, I think it it, just your regular flu. Like Jenna got it. And then when we took Cruz to his play gym, there was one of the kids there mm-hmm. who was sick, yeah. runny nose and everything. And you know, you try to keep your, we try to keep distance, <laughs> yeah, right. but no such thing. <laughs> so Cruz had it, still has it. He's been thrown up all weekend. Yeah. And then uh, the yesterday, worst. I, I got it. Yeah, it's the worst. Oh. I've I full on strap, oh, and I don't cool. and I don't do well with strap. No, and because no, because Rox had it first, uh-huh. and then we got her tested. And they were like, yeah, it's strap. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Okay. And then Catherine had it. And then I slept on the couch for four days mm-hmm. last week. And there was one day where I was getting ready to sleep on the couch. Yeah. It was like maybe, what was it, Friday maybe. I was getting ready to sleep on the couch. And Catherine was on the other end of the couch because we had zero body contact for the week. Yeah. Right? And like nothing. And damn. I was feeling great. And then she got up 
And because we're so in love with each other, it was just instinctual. Like we were just like animals doing what animals do. Yeah. She got up off the couch and walked over to me and said goodnight. I put my head up. She put her head down and she kissed me on the mouth. And we both looked at each other and went, Contaminated. Contaminated. Oh, no. And then Saturday, I felt great. Yeah. Saturday night, I watched the fight. Yeah. Uh, fell asleep on the couch at 1230. Woke up at 2.30 with a temperature of 102. Oh, my God. In two hours. Holy crap. Yeah. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And then I've just been sweating for the past three days. Oh, no. Like, that's it. I'm on antibiotics and everything else. I'm fine. Yeah. But I've just been sweating. Like, What's the difference between strep and... uh, What's the difference between strep throat and just like a regular sore throat? Well, strep, you need antibiotics. Oh, like Hold on. on, you know what'll make you feel better? What's I'm gonna that? scare Maury. He's about to walk in. Okay, that would make me feel great if you could scare Maury when he walks in. I'll narrate this until it happens in three, two, one. <laughs> there we go. Now I feel great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking out for you, bro. Welcome back. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I was sleeping off a fever last night. Yeah. And. And Maury kept calling. And I'm lying in bed and I'm sweating. And Maury yeah. kept calling. And I and I wrote him back and I'm like, dude, just write me whatever you need to write me. Sure. Because I'm not talking right now. And then he sent me something that I needed clarification on, so I called him real quick. And he's like, hey! And I'm like, I can't do this right now. Yeah. Just, like, you have to read the room. Uh-huh. Right when when somebody sends you a message, I can't talk right now. I'm yeah. sleeping off a fever. Yeah, and then they call you. Don't answer the phone, like we're doing Broadway, right? <laughs> like we're we're welcoming a crowd to our to our one man show, yeah. right? Like just you can't do that. And uh, and so we we get off the we're about to get off the phone, and he goes, "How are you feeling?" Finally asks, and I'm like, "I don't feel that great. I'm at like a six, to be honest with you." And he goes, "Do you want me to send you soup?" And I go, "Absolutely, under no circumstances, send me soup." Oh, no. Don't send me anything to my house. Yeah. And so I throw the phone down. I go back to bed and I'm sleeping. And then I don't even know how long after the fact, hours after we had got off the phone. Yeah. I hear my brother's voice in my place calling me. Okay. And so I come upstairs and I'm in a robe and I'm sweaty and I just, I don't know what's going on. And then and all you need at that point is oh, to still sleep. God, that's all I need is to just sleep. Yeah. And there's a brown paper bag on my counter. Oh no. That just reads, uh, feel better, love Maury with a smiley face on it. Oh no. And I go, oh my God, you're kidding me right now. And so I, I dip into the bag, and the first thing I pull out of the bag is yeah. a like a big slabby loaf of banana bread. <laughs> right? Okay. And, I, what do I hate more in life? Bananas. Than bananas. Like, I hate bananas more than I hate racism. And I'm really not that fond of racism. <laughs> wow, you really hate bananas. Right? And then if I pull you hate up, bananas okay. more than racism, <laughs> like, damn, that okay. is next level. Hate. Okay, and then so I reach in the bag, and at this point, I have to <laughs> even, tell you. Even a racist <laughs> is like, damn, that's hard, bro. Right, okay. <laughs> okay, and then so I just have to put things into context of how just not into the soup I am right now. Okay, okay. okay. so you have to know where my head was, okay? <laughs> hey! Um, okay. okay, so then I reach I reach into the bag, and I pull and I pull out the soup. Okay, and keep in mind, Maury knows that I've been dealing with strap. 
Yeah. Okay. So like taking in air is violent. It hurts. Like it's it's it is a it is a violent act. Drinking a sip of water, okay, is like I'm I would I would confess to the Kennedy assassination with the amount of pain that it takes to drink a sip of water to hydrate myself. Okay. And then so Maury sends me the soup and I take the lid off and I get a spoon and he knows what I'm dealing with. And I take one little spoonful and I put it in my mouth. And does Maury not send me the spiciest soup known to man <laughs> for somebody who has strep? It's like he's trolling you. Right? So he sent me banana bread and a fireball <laughs> for somebody that's dealing with strep. <laughs> It's like he's just intentionally trying to hurt you while right? you're sick. Thank he's, you. He's literally kicking you while you're down. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh it was God. the worst. I was like, this is the worst person in my life. Oh, no. Maury, why did you just leave the man alone? Did why didn't you just the, leave me alone? Did you bring the banana bread in? No. Why didn't you just leave me? I threw it right in the garbage. What? I threw it right in the trash. What? Right in the trash, man. You know he hates bananas. Right in the trash. In the garbage it went. Didn't even unwrap it. Boof. Right in the trash. That was expensive. I don't care. Who told you to do this? My heart. So after, so I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. After last night, there's now two things I hate more than racism. What's that? Bananas and Maury. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. uh, You hear this Madonna clip where she roasted Lady Gaga? Oh, no. So Lady Gaga, well, gave the world one of the greatest sort of viral memes lady gaga when she was promoting a star is born on red carpets and in interviews and in press conferences she would always give the same line when talking about bradley cooper which of course was this there can be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you but i had this one incredible talent with me you can have a hundred people in the room that are watching you and 99 don't believe in you and one does and that was him you know there could be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe but all it takes uh-huh. is one. Oh wow okay so and that goes on and on and on and, and on, on, and on and on and on and, on and, and you on. know what the funny thing is like lady gaga's not new to to doing press like she's been doing this but, uh, yeah. knowing that these audio clips and like things are going to be written about her is going are going to go worldwide like don't use but, the exact but, same line. Yeah, I know, but you stick to the script, man, and you'd be surprised how many people do that. Uh, so Madonna throws up on Instagram a yeah. clip of a Madonna interview uh-huh. from the 80s. So There's listen. 100 people in the room and 99 people say they liked it. I only remember the one person who didn't. Hold on a second. Okay. So, whoa, 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 hold on. Yeah, I'm going to play this again. Listen again. Listen again. But this is Madonna from this the is 80s? Madonna, yeah. There's 100 people in the room and 99 people say they liked it. I only remember the one person who didn't. So Lady, Gaga says, Lady Gaga says, so Lady Gaga says, there's 99 people in a room who don't like you, and it only takes one who does. So she gets inspiration from that one. Madonna is saying that there could be 99, 100 people in a room, 99 who love it. She obsesses about the one who doesn't. There's 100 people in the room, and 99 people say they liked it. I only remember the one person who didn't. Okay, and then Lady Gaga? There can be a hundred people in the room and 99 don't believe in you, but I had this one incredible talent with me. Right? I mean, you could argue that they're different, but they're the same. They're the same. No, you can't can't argue that they're different. The motivation is is the opposite. Yeah, Lady Gaga heard this and said, 
I'm going to take the positive spin on that. That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, my. Isn't that nuts? God. Like, and how do you just come up with that? You I mean, don't. I'm sure maybe people have said that over the years and whatnot. It's a very common sort of analogy. But uh, to make that your thing and then have the one person who you've been accused of ripping off repeatedly yeah. come out and, like, play an interview of themselves. Oh, oh my God. And you what a know, disaster. you know, as soon as Madonna heard that, that. All those clips yeah. of Lady Gaga saying it. She's like, I have this footage somewhere and I need to find it. So and it took probably all that I, amount uh, of time for her to find that, that get that footage so she could put it up on the gram. Because, yeah, Madonna would have been sitting in front of the VHS player trying no, to just desperately no, find that clip. No, this was not Madonna, guys. Madonna is in her <laughs> 60s. She does not remember anything she's about the 60. 80s. She's not 60. How old is she? She is 60. She's 60. Okay. She looks like she's okay. 80. She Don't doesn't, do that. She doesn't remember anything. This was a super fan that went and that found this. Guaranteed. Found like on YouTube. And yes. Like, hey. and, and pointed it out to her. Madonna was not sitting there scouring YouTube <laughs> for her old interview yeah. clip. Can you imagine that? Uh, in front of the computer. Yeah. How do you work for this weeks, thing? For weeks. Right? Come on. How do you work this thing? But uh, she hashtagged it with or, or her, her, her description of when she posted the video was, uh, Don't F with me Monday. Oh! <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Canada Walk of Fame went down over the weekend. Dan Mori was there. It was the 20th Canada's Walk of Fame. Wow. Um, and I know you talked to Seth Rogen. Is he growing his facial no, hair back? Beard's gone. It's gone completely. Gone completely, because I guess he's filming something or whatever. Mm. So he didn't even like have like a little bit of a stubble. He's got to shave. Smooth. As soon as it rolls. Does it look weird? No, because I've seen him clean shaven in movies before. Like it seemed normal. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. him that way before. It wasn't out of the norm. Did he seem high? Very. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, that's why he laughs like this, right? Oh, hold on. Uh, is there any? I was. He's got one of my favorite laughs ever. I went to. I was in Los Angeles a couple of years ago when Pee Wee Herman did his stage show, and he did Pee Wee's Playhouse live on stage. Yeah, oh, so and cool. it was just. It was oh wait, awesome. was that the one when he did? It was like a dirty version of it. No, it was oh. just like there was no. It was not dirty at all. It was just. Oh. It was. It was like you were in this live studio audience of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Jerry was there, like everybody was there, right? And That's they built so the whole cool. set on on stage. <laughs> and we were all sitting there, and the show started, and it was just hysterical right out of the gate because it was just so great to see Pee Wee. And the room was like pitch dark. And as we were all laughing, yeah. all you heard somewhere in the auditorium was this. <laughs> right? and, and everybody collectively just went like, oh, hey, Seth. But like you couldn't see him, right? Like you couldn't see everybody him. Everybody knows that Seth Rogen but is there. But we knew Seth Rogen was there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Is there any bigger of an honor than getting a star on Canada's Walk of Fame? Like I'd rather win an Academy Award, probably, but <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, this is probably it's true. Depend not for sound mixing, not for best foreign language film, and it depends so on my position. If I was the lead true. producer yeah, and director, not, and it yeah, was best no, you're film, right. That yeah, that's thing. true. Yeah, this is better than some Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it would be. It's some Academy. <laughs> <laughs> and who's who's the I guy that was not Evan Goldberg? It's his writing partner. His, okay, yeah. I got you. Oh, okay. I like that they gave it to both of them. Do you? I really do. I do. Yeah, yeah. Because a huge part of um, Seth's success 
is because of Evan. A huge part of Evan's success is because of Seth. And I think that yeah, they, they work well I, together. I, I think that they're a partnership. I Seth is the famous that. one, though. Seth's the famous one. Yeah, sure. I get that. Because, but here's the argument is when tourists come to Toronto and they want to see yeah. Canada's Walk of Fame and they're walking and they look, they see, oh, my God, Seth Rogen. And who's that guy? I agree with you on that point as well. So yeah. let's take but it again, away. But again, Seth Rogen... Like he's the fa- he's the star yeah, out of the two of them, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe you don't. But the other guy, no, he deserves it. Does he though? Of course really? he does. Yes, based on yeah, what he helped contribute to. Contribute. S- so now we're giving people uh, <laughs> stars for <Yes>. contributing. <laughs> of course, no, it's a he, star. Uh, he helped you don't contribute get a star unless Rogan's you are success. a star. Nah, 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 nah. We're talking stars here. So now you're gonna go take I've it away from him? I've completely changed my opinion. More. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You can- <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Looking at tickets. For the Raptors? Not for tonight's game, just for, like, usually over the Christmas holidays. Yeah. My wife and I will try to hit up a game. And I'm looking at a game against the Chicago Bulls on Sunday, December 30th. And, like, when I filter from lowest price to highest, yeah, like, section 304. Fourth row, $160 each. Jeez, man. Like section three, like row 15 is 168 bucks, yeah. dude. What, what about good seats? Come on. Okay, hold on. Hit Filter. Me up with those. Oh, here we go. Filter by best seats. Yeah, man. You want to sit courtside at the sure Raptors do. and see, the, yeah, uh-huh. see them take on the Bulls? Do I? Go for that win? Yeah, yeah. We can hook you up. This is on the Ticketmaster website. Excuse me? Plus fees of $411. Excuse me? Yeah, dude. Sorry, it's $2,000 and then the fee of uh, additional fees of $411. The grand total is $2,467. That's a lot of money for a basketball ticket. This is insane. a lot of money. Hold on, let me see here. So we usually see That's a lot of money for a basketball ticket. One game, huh? Yeah. Jeez. Oh, my God. So the section that we kind of typically sit in like yeah. somewhere in the hundreds yeah. like for like way far back is 384 dollars yeah, that's, that's too much holy Watch cow that at home i much prefer watching games at home i, I, can't, I can't last year we went i don't think we paid nah, that much i don't like going to i don't like going to hockey games i don't like going to raptors games i prefer to watch at home so do i I like, but... I like my environment i like the commentary i like sure. instant replay i like to know what's going on when somebody left the bench and when they're coming back and whether yeah. they're hurt i but like you know all that for, stuff for us like we just make a night out of it you know we come into downtown toronto yeah. go to a nice restaurant have something to eat and yeah. then go to the game yeah. you know and then maybe go for a drink afterwards right. whatever right see that's more ju- or less like a, a, like a more more <laughs> doing the math on your night instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will easily be like a thousand bucks. Yeah, Maury, come in. Look at him. What's the matter with you, Maury? If you're going to the Raptors game, you're not getting a drink after. Okay, so Maury, wait until you get to the microphone and talk. What? You can't go for a drink. Like, the, the money's all spent on the tickets. Yeah, Maury's like, you and can't go to the Raptors after? game. <laughs> and a drink. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, if Matthew happen? and I go to the theater, mm-hmm. yeah. like, we're eating at home. Right. Maybe sure. ask for water at the Zip, bar. Ziploc of popcorn. Yeah. In the coat, in the coat for the theater. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you if you want a snack, you wait. Yes. Oh no, no, I know. Wow. I know. Oh my goodness. No, well, I mean, look at, at these prices. I'm not gonna go to this game now. God, who like, is this 20, will be a night. spending twenty five hundred dollars for a courtside ticket. That's crazy for that's Raptors. for like salesmen that want to impress their clients. I don't even think it is though. 
People yeah. aren't paying that, right? Like you know individuals aren't Here's paying what you that. Do. You know what it's, it's, it's like when you walk onto an airplane, right? Uh-huh. And, you, and you walk by business class and you see all these people smug sitting in those seats. I'm sorry, by the way. Um, <laughs> most, <laughs> most people who sit in business class aren't paying that $3,000 to sit in business class. No. It's either an upgrade or it's through a company or sure. you're there for whatever reason. Most people in business class aren't paying themselves on their own credit card that $3,000 for the ticket. I would say it's most- It's being expensed somehow. Some, somebody's yeah. eating the cost for whatever reason. Like when I watch I any would of say the, that this has to be the same as $2,500 courtside tickets. For sure. Yeah. I would like, when I watch any of the Raptor or Leaf games and you see those- the courtside or rinkside seats, right? Yeah. Like especially the ones that are right behind the bench at yeah. a Leaf game. You usually see the same faces at all those games. Yeah. So those people have those seats, whether it's they bought season's tickets and they get a deal every single year, or they're expensing it through their own company or a company that they right. work for. I'm surprised yeah. those people haven't thought of the, hey, you know what? If you want to advertise on my shirt, it's going to be seen on TV. I don't think you're allowed. No way. Can, yeah. I mean, no way, man. They no, if you're creative or something. Sure, you're right. No. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're I don't know. It's like a little message. It's yeah. Like a little something. Yeah, yeah make I hear a little you. extra cash yeah. on the side. Yeah, I hear you. Like, like, hey, yeah. buy, visit this website. Yeah, yeah. Golden, yeah. Golden Palace. Yeah. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Man, did you read this uh, Pierce Morgan article on Meghan Markle yesterday? Oh, no. Woo! Does he go in? What's Pierce Morgan's problem with like everybody? Well, first of all, he's a professional troll, and he's one of the he's one of the world's best trolls. That's what I like about Pierce Morgan. Yeah, hate me for him, whatever. Um, but Pierce Morgan, let me read you the headline here: Meghan Markle is a ruthless social climbing actress who has landed the role of a love of her life and is determined to milk it for all she can, and that's why the palace is beginning to turn on her. Whoa! Okay. No way. So the basis of the article, though, is how he and Meghan Markle were actually friends. Yeah. But that's no secret. Like, everybody knows that they were friends at one point, right? No. Not like this. No. Okay. So years ago, he said that he was a big fan of Suits and started following all the cast members on Suits. Great show. And then he showed a he showed a screenshot of a DM from Meghan Markle where she wrote him immediately after he started following her, saying, yeah. "Hey, uh, huge fan, thanks for the follow." Wow! And then they started going back and forth. This went on for quite a long time, yeah. years. It got to the point of where she would send him advanced copies of Suits to watch, and oh, then wow. they could they would discuss them. That's very nice. He was friends with other cast members. He had one of them on the show. Yeah, he would. She would ask advice about the industry and people and everything else, and he okay. would offer it to her. Very nice. Um. He had one of their other cast members on his show in the UK, even though people didn't even really know who the guy was. He was just Pierce a fan. was just such a huge fan. Yeah, that's great. Then Meghan Markle was in London one night and was like, hey, Pierce, I'm in London. This is all according to Pierce Morgan. Yeah. He's like, hey, Pierce, I'm in London. Uh, let's grab a beer. So Pierce is like, okay, cool. Let's grab a beer. I own a pub. So they go to they go to the pub free drinks and they sit and hang out and Meghan Markle apparently was like hey why don't next time I'm in town I'd love to do your show and Pierce Morgan was like I can absolutely have you do our show I'll set that I'll set that up man yeah. I think you're great super talented uh-oh and then she had to leave the pub because she had another thing to go to so Pierce got her into a cab and then as she, apparently as she was in the cab going to her other thing she tweeted out hey it's nice to catch up with old great friends while in London yeah. and Pierce was like of course that was about me because she literally just left totally. hanging out with me 
And he goes, but the event that she went to right after having beers with me was the dinner party where she met Prince Harry, and I never heard from her again. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> friendship done. Done. And so was the friendship that Pierce Morgan had with the other cast members on Suits. Wait, what? They ghosted him as well. Because they're Team Megan. Right. Right? And then... Yeah, the, wait a minute. Because didn't Pierce... This sounds very familiar because he wasn't even invited to the wedding. No. Right? Right. And he said that he wasn't invited because he didn't hear from her. Right. After they hung out that one time in yeah, London. Yeah, But they had been friends for a while. Damn. So what? Like now he's claiming that... Now the he's just is turning on Megan. No, now he's just he's calling her a, a social climber. Basically, she'll ditch anybody to get new friends. That yeah. all, all the people in her life are all brand new friends. Right? Like Megan Markle was married before, right? Like yeah. she went through all this not that long ago. She was married before. What happened to all those friends, like the bridesmaids that she had at that wedding? Like where are all those friends? Gone. Yeah. What friends? Right? Gone. See you later. Sign What friends? We're out of here. Yeah, right? I don't know you. So all those all those people gone. And then Sharon Osbourne goes on TV to defend Pierce Morgan because Pierce Morgan was getting killed for this. Yeah. And then Sharon Osbourne goes on TV and says people forget that Pierce Morgan and Princess Diana were actually really, really close friends. Yeah. And that he never once sort of betrayed her trust with anything that she had ever said to him. So it's interesting. It's you interesting. Know- and then who's that guy that writes for Toronto? Is it Shanann Govani? What does he write for? The National Post? So he replies to Pierce Morgan and says, from everything I know, this is a very accurate description how many people felt about Meghan Markle during her time in Toronto. (laughs) To Pierce Morgan's social climbing. Can I tell you? Yeah. I'm a big fan of Suits. Yeah. I don't like Meghan Markle when she's on that show. Sure. Right? Great actor. I've never met her. I saw, I I shared an elevator with her once. Yeah. Said, hey, and that was it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I have heard the exact same story from other people who have either met her or been in her company. Yeah. Where she will only use those friendships to kind of advance herself to the next thing. Yeah. And then when she gets to that next thing, those friends that she used to advance herself, they're like, peace. Peace out. Yeah. She's not alone. A lot of people do that. Totally. A lot of people do that. Not alone. But it just changes your perspective when you're a big fan of somebody and their work, right? Yeah. And then you hear that they they kind of treat other people like trash. (laughs) I think it's awesome. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, you love it. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Cole, hello. Thank you for joining us on the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. What's going on? Cole, let me just... uh, Let's go through what you wrote us, and then we'll sort of get into everything else here, okay? Sure. FML Fix My Life. I'm a trans person, uh, born female, but is transitioning and identifies as male, and I'm ready to legally change my name. But I need my dad to sign off on it to allow me to change my name. He's Lebanese and still has the mindset of, be, of it being a phase. He is very supportive, but I firmly believe that he won't sign off on the papers to allow me to change my name, though. What do I do? I've tried talking to my mom a little bit. She doesn't want me to change my middle name. It really comes down to being a name thing. So how old are you, Cole? I'm 20. Do you need a parent to sign off for you when you're 20 years old? 
Yeah, I do. Why is that? I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's pretty much a consent form saying that they're aware of it and know that it's happening. But when you're over, when you're over like 17, 18, you can do anything you want. Yeah, it's just a matter of like, it's like an actual consent paper on the forms saying that they're aware of it, whether they accept it or not. But what if, what if like, what if somebody doesn't have parents? Yeah, that's the thing I don't understand. What about if you wait until you're 21? It doesn't matter. It's like 17. It's not even 21. Yeah, it's like 16, 17. Yeah. Like how how old? So how old are you now? 20. 20. 20. What if you got married? Um, Then I would have to get my um, partner. No, you don't. But you don't don't have to get your parents' permission to change your name. That seems kind of weird. I think somebody's, I think somebody's leading you astray on this one, Cole. I really do. And so, so is it all about the name thing or how do, how do your parents feel about you transitioning? They've always been kind of weird. Yeah. Not going to lie. Sure. Um, I don't know because I'm the youngest. So they've always been very like protective over me in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. So what does your dad so, say though, when you have these conversations about transitioning and, and officially changing your name? He gets really uncomfortable yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I just leave it alone. Well, geez, man, it's it's really it's really tough. These are really you know very difficult conversations to to to, to have. And you know, you go through this as as far as having the parents' acceptance, right? You know, for you, it's transitioning, and I, and I know that it feels extremely isolating, and I know that it feels extremely unique. Um, but you know, other people your age go through this same thing and, and they go through it when they leave a religion or they go through it when they marry somebody who is not of the race that their parents really want them to get married to, mm-hmm. or they change religions or they, you know, that sort of parental acceptance when you sort of mature and become an adult and start making adult decisions isn't always there. It's not always the way that you think it's going to be when you start making these life changes. And I think with transitioning, you know, no parent wants their kid to do do something that is possibly going to give them a tougher life. You yeah. know? And, and it's tough and it's tough for parents. It really is. And, and when it comes to transitioning, I think that's the, the hang up that a lot of, you know, maybe even especially dads have is that, you know, why, why do you want to do this and just give yourself all this extra work in life when we set it up for you to just be so great? You know, that that's where a lot of this comes from. Hey, Cole, have you had a conversation with your, uh, your siblings about this? How many siblings do you have? Um, I have an older brother. He's two and a half years older and I have a stepsister. Okay. So no. what are, what are they saying? So my brother, he's a whole other story. Um, I never really had the opportunity to talk to him because he has a lot of like anger problems. So it's always been hard to kind of talk to him about it, but he's aware of it. He knows like I'm queer and trans and stuff. Um, My stepsister, not yet. Um, I don't know why I haven't told her yet, but my stepmom knows. Have you thought of just sitting down with your mom and dad and kind of like laying everything out on the line, being like, guys, here is who I am. Here's why this particular uh, part of my life is extremely important, why I need your sign-off on. Yeah, I've done it with my mom. Um, Just her and I like have this weird but good relationship dynamic. Um, but with my dad, it's just like we're so much alike that sometimes it gets really difficult to talk mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, It's really, really weird. Have you tried to put them in contact with other parents who would be going through the same thing? My dad has gone to, like, support groups and stuff. Yeah. I'm not really worried about my mom at all. She's really smart, so I'm not okay. worried about her. She okay. knows her stuff. Yeah. Um, my dad, I think he's done support groups, but he, when he was there, it was mainly families where the kid was like, 13 or 14. Right. Sort of thing. 
So he's tried, which is, you know, good for me. But no, like I live in Aurora, so mm. it's there's literally no one. I know 10 well, trans yeah. people. I'm one of them. So. I know. See, that that's the other that's the other thing, too, you know, is is the the population like the, the people that you're talking about like york sort of community of a, of a trans community the number is so small right it's so small it's it's so, it's so small like you your dad doesn't go to the bank you know that he's been going to and making small talk with the trans teller for the past 15 years you know what i mean yeah no. like that doesn't happen yeah. but you know when it came to gay you know my god parents love ellen yeah right when, when, when yeah. it comes to when it comes to trans you know they're like bruce jenner and that's it yeah it's just, that, that's it yeah your dad to me sounds like a reasonable guy mm-hmm. and i think that maybe what your dad what may help your dad okay is if there was a way for him to almost you know become an expert in 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 his trans kit you know and, and believe me and i'm going to say this and if it's taken out of context and i get killed for this then i'm going to be really upset but i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to put this into into perspective maybe so people like your dad can understand okay, okay. so many times in this world our parents, when they're expecting a kid, they are expecting a healthy kid who's going to grow up and live a completely normal, healthy life. Sometimes what you get is a sick kid that has a disease. Those parents yeah. at that point mm-hmm. don't give up on that kid. Those parents become experts on what that kid has. And they become yeah. diligent on making sure that that kid gets everything out of life. Your dad needs to become an expert, that kind of expert with being trans. Yeah, you're right. So I hope that, uh, that does. <laughs> a, a little bit of a little bit of hope and a little bit of a no. of a different perspective and it kind does. of jumpstart to have that convo with your pops. Yeah, I was uh, expecting that exact same answer from Roz. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, Roz. Listen, like, yeah. Roz gives amazing advice. Yeah, it, it's good. I was talking to my partner about it. I was like, I'm so nervous. I don't know what to say, but like, Aww. I know what exactly. I know exactly what they're gonna say, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Thank you so much, Cole. Thank Thanks, you. Cole. Take Take care. Care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life only on Kiss. Let me ask you a question. Go. Marry for love or for money? Love, money. money. <laughs> uh, so let me get into this here because it's actually quite interesting because when you, when you break it all down, it starts to make sense. As long as you understand that people tend to, when looking for a mate, mm-hmm. right, nobody wants to, I don't know what the right word is. Marry a loser? Marry down. Gotcha. Right? Okay. No, nobody wants to marry down. You, all, you always want somebody who is equal or slightly above. Yeah. Right? And, and, I get and, it. it's, and it's more so for women than I think it is for men. Okay. Men will marry a loser. Before a woman will marry a loser. Right. Right? <laughs> a lot of losers. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Matthew right? did. Yeah. Hey. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, I'm just your point. You said women won't marry down. Is that what you said? Women, women tend to, more so than men, marry somebody on an equal plane or slightly wouldn't above. They want, wouldn't you want somebody slightly less so that you're in control and you're the dominant one and you have a more no. of a say? No, no. No, you want security is what mm-hmm. you want. So let me let me look, let me read you these numbers here, okay? Fifty six percent of people say that marrying someone who quote provides financial security is more important than marrying someone because you are quote head over heels in love with them. Wow, fifty six percent. That makes sense number, because though. money sometimes equals love. No, it doesn't. Are you nuts? No yeah, but way, no. But when man. you have money and you're happy at home, then comes love. 
Uh, I would highly disagree with that. Okay. And there isn't much difference on this survey anyway between men and women, but it was women who came out uh, uh, with a higher percentage. So 54% of men said that they would marry for money over love, and 57% of women said that they would marry for money over love. Isn't that interesting? Because if you don't have money, then, then there's no point having love. Well, nobody wants to be miserable. Right, yeah, because we know what happens when you're miserable. Love goes yeah, out the window. Right, that's true, Maury. Love goes right at right at the window. <laughs> that on t-shirt, except bro. For, except- <laughs> God. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Kay, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. Uh, thank you for your uh, FML text. It was only a matter of time before yes. we got one of these, Mocha. I know. Uh, so, Kay, you wrote this. FML. Fix my life. Okay. My really good friend of 15 years is sleeping with a married man for the past five years. What should I do? I told her to stop and how wrong it was to be the side chick and sleep with someone else's man. And I also told her how she's missing out on other good guys because she was wasting her time with this idiot. Anyway, this went on for about two to three years Damn. where she kept doing it and I kept telling her to stop. We even fought a few times over this, but eventually I let it be because it's her personal life and I guess she could do whatever she wants. So what's your question? So my question is, I mean, sometimes I tell people this and they're like, what kind of a friend are like? Are you like? Why do you associate yourself with these kind of people? Mm-hmm. And and but it's like like I said, she's uh, like a gem. She's a kind-hearted person. She's always been there for me. She's like a really good girlfriend. So I don't. I can't like just let go of the friendship because of who she chooses to sleep with. But at the same time. It's very clear what she's doing is very wrong. Mm -hmm. And I'm personally in a relationship of like eight years. I'm engaged. So I find that I can put myself in that girl's shoes almost and be like, oh, my God. Okay. Can you be friends with this girl even still today now continue as you always have been knowing the fact that this relationship that she's in with a married guy is going to continue whether you like it or not? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'll, I'll so still here's be, the thing. Yeah. You've you've said like you've tried to talk to her multiple times, and she's still doing the same thing. Like you can't. Nothing else you can say or do right now is going to change that situation. Like, forgive me for saying this, but you have to mind your own business at this point. See, and he, okay, so here's the other concern I have. So it started off at like just boyfriend girlfriend, and then he just got a side chick. Then they got engaged. I thought stop. Then they got married. I thought stop. Then they bought a house. I thought stop. But now next thing is, are they gonna have kids? And this, yeah, but that's not that's this, none, of your, none of your business. Like that doesn't concern you. I know, but <laughs> I know you care is- about her, and you don't want her to make a any more mistakes than she is right now. I'm not saying what she's doing is right, but you've gone through the steps of trying to tell her why what she's doing is wrong, and she is still, two, three years later, continuing to do it. So obviously, she doesn't care about what you are saying to her. She's going to continue to make these mistakes, and you now have a choice as to whether or not you're going to continue that friendship. If that part of her life bothers you so much, if you're going to continue that friendship with her, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it bothers me enough to lose her as a friend just because I, now I've known about this for five years and mm-hmm. obviously we're still good friends. Uh, but like I said, because it's gotten serious with, with the guy and his wife. It's so like, do they, do, does that other couple have a kid yet or no? No, they don't. Okay. They don't. But does I he, have a feeling they're 
does he Be pay? Welcome. Does does he like kick your friend money and stuff like that? Like, is she like sort of like a kept side piece? Uh, no, but he does go take her out on dates, and he will buy her stuff like for birthdays and like here and there. Like, right? He's, it's yeah, it's so he not literally stuff. just sexual. They yeah. do have a relationship. Well, yeah, okay, no, but it, it is. <laughs> Um, geez, adults are going to make adult decisions, mm-hmm. okay? And adults are going to make great decisions, and adults are going to make terrible decisions. And you can sit there and judge or say what you're doing is wrong and all this other stuff, but uh, the reality is it's none of your business. Yeah, she's just yeah. going to keep doing what she wants to do. Now, if it affects you, because I know you're sitting here and you sound torn because you're like, She's like this side piece and it's sort of manipulative and the the wife doesn't know. And then you're like, but she has a heart of gold and she's a great friend. Like, which one is it? It's literally that. And then the other thing is, like I mentioned in my in my messages, she is, I find that she's missing out on good guys too. That's not up to you. That's yeah, not up to you. That's her choice though. It's not up to you. I know. You're not, you're not the boss of her. It's not I your know, job. But then I just, it's sometimes I feel like a bad friend or... I don't know, but it's, you're right. I, I totally agree with you. So you, we, I guess you're giving me the same advice I thought I should yeah. do. I now, kind of have been doing. It does get different if she says, hey, listen, I need you to lie for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think this girl so, is as good of a friend as you think she is. But again, like I said, like it, this is the only thing and other, any, every, every other way or form. I've known her since grade seven. Okay, but you've we had have, how many conversations with her over the past three, four years telling her what she's doing is wrong and she continues to do it? Yeah, knowing that you time. care, knowing that you care enough about her life to explain to her what she's doing is wrong and why she shouldn't be doing it, and then for her to not care and continue to do what she's doing, you know, what does mm-hmm. that say about how she values your friendship? Yeah. Listen, I don't think she's as good of a friend as, as, as you think she is, and also mind your own business. It's adult <laughs> people. It's adult people making stupid adult decisions. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you just kind let of them to, let them be dumb. Let them be yeah. let them be dumb. Yeah. All right, Kay. Okay, well, thank you so much. No, All of right, course, love. thank you. Okay, bye. Ross and Mocha's fix my life only on Kiss. It's Ron Zamoka. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. I just want to say I love you guys. Oh, love you right back. What is your name? Alexis. Alexis. I listen to you guys every every day, like on my drive into work. Yeah. And you make it so much better. You guys are amazing. Oh, oh thank you, Alexis. Thank Between Ron Zamoka, who's your favorite? Mocha, hands down. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> Quickest phone call yeah. ever. Wow, right on. Thanks. Uh, I love Mocha. Ross, I think you're really cool. I think right. you're great. Maury is like my second. I absolutely love Maury, but oh, no. Mocha, you're, you're, Mocha, you're my favorite. Oh. My favorite. You're last place, Ross. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> that's great. You're the back of the line in I'm, our human centipede here. Wow. Oh. I'm sorry, but like I, I love Mocha. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say it like Sorry. that. Man. Visual. No, don't say it like. Don't say it like that. Love you, Alexis. Love you too, guys. Bye. I love. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's up? Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What's your I name? I'm Christina. Christina, what do you want to say? I just wanted to say that I am a huge fan, and I call probably. Four out of the five days of the week to try to get through, so I'm so happy that I actually got through to say hello. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, welcome to the show. Uh, is there anything in particular you want to talk about? Um, usually I do because whenever I hear whatever you guys are talking about in the morning, I get so passionate and want to put in my two cents. Yeah. And, that, and now I'm just kind of like at a loss for words. Oh. But, uh, 
I just wanted to say, like, I got my husband onto the Razamoka show. He's listening to the podcast. Oh, nice. How long have you been listening to the Raza Mocha show? Since the very beginning. Okay, so for nine years. And how long has your husband now been listening? Well, we've been married since September, so I would say since September. (laughs) Oh, so prior to September, what did he used to listen to in the morning? Or who? He just, he would listen to his phone and, like, all the music that he had downloaded. Oh, okay. Like that. Oh, okay. Then, so he wasn't like a radio guy. No. Well, that's quite the compliment. What's his name? His name's Pavel. Pablo. Sounds hot. P-A-V-E-L. Oh, Pavel. Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Beautiful so name. You guys just got married in September. Where'd you go for your honeymoon? Or did you go on a honeymoon? Uh, we actually didn't go yet, but we're planning to go in February when it's cold. Oh, okay. Where are you going to go to? Uh, the plan is Aruba. Ooh, nice. Oh, Aruba's awesome. Beautiful. Long flight, though. Is it? How long? Yeah, because it's almost like Aruba is like you're flying to South America pretty much, right? Yeah, I guess. Like it's really like eight hours, maybe. No, no, no. But Five. it's not like normally when you fly down to like you, you know, when you go to like you're going to Cuba, or you're doing Dominican. Yeah, it's like a quick three hour flight. Yeah, you know those flights. Like this is like it's closer to five. Oh, like wow. it's a, yeah, it's a long flight to to go down to the Caribbean. All right. But but Aruba is amazing. Aranjastad is one of the coolest cities I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, that's good to know. I don't think the flight will be an issue. Um, he's from Russia, so he's used to that twenty plus hour flight. Oh yeah. Damn. All right. Well, Christina, now that you have our number, feel free to use it anytime. Keep trying. Uh, you got through today, which means at some point down the road you'll get through again. Uh, and between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Um, <laughs> Roz. Oh yeah. Why? Okay. What was the with the hesitation? Because I love both of you, but I know you're gonna make me choose. So I'd rather not go down that path of like, who's gonna pay for the check? Hi, Christina. Uh, funny enough, that is Roz's very first win in the history Shut of the Roz Mocha Show. So Stop Mark, it. Mark won for Roz. Stop it. <laughs> Christina, have a great day. Thank you so much uh, for spending your time with the Roz and Mocha Show. Thanks so much. God bless. You guys are awesome. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, I saw a clip the other day where it was Ryan Seacrest yeah. showing Kelly Ripa on TV one of the coolest iPhone tricks I've ever seen in my life that I had no idea existed. Okay. Did you see this? Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. But- Tell okay. me what the tell me what the um the hack is and I'll tell you if I know it or not. Okay, so here look. So let's say here I'll I'll go into your what do you call it? Text. What's that thing called? <laughs> Text messages? Yeah, go yeah. into that. Uh-huh. Okay. And then look, I'll do one for you, right? Okay. So I'll just start typing, right? I'm like, "Hey, my brother." Yep. Right? Oh, but look at that. I misspelled brother. Now, for me, when I want to do something, when I when I want to get back to like correct that yeah. word in the middle, right? Yeah. You have to Try and get it right there, right? Like you have to tap the screen to get your thumb to hit the thing well, right in the, the space m- bar in the, thing. I didn't know how to do that. No, but you can also just hold. You can also your just hold your thumb and then over drag it and then drag it over. No, but see, look, look more. Watch more. Watch. Watch what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put my finger on the space bar. Yeah. And look at watch. Watch what it does. Yeah. Everybody knows that trick. Nobody knows this trick. Everybody Shut knows your the mouth. space nobody, bar. Nobody knows this trick. I didn't trick. know that until just now. Watch. Are you serious? I didn't know that until just now. You guys are brand new, huh? Yeah. Welcome to 2018. But the other thing, if you put your thumb in there, you can move it. It no, seems no, no, easier. No. Just leave me alone here, Morning. Look. Okay, watch. Look at this. Watch. Okay, now it's not working, for God's sake. What did I do wrong? <laughs> what did I do wrong? <laughs> you like, like my mom and Facebook. What did I do wrong? I had a whole thing planned right here, man. <laughs> uh-huh.
Okay, hold on. And look, and now Maurice cool, had five cool seconds track, to just. Cool track, no, 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 no. Stop it. Stop it. Hold on. You guys, you show me how to a word. Okay, wait. Just shut up. Stop, okay? I don't need this right now. Okay, watch. I'm gonna, okay. No, I'm going to. Okay, watch, Maury. Just chill up, man. Okay, watch. I just tried to type you. Okay, why is this not working now? Oh, look, Maury. Watch. Come here. Look. Look at this. Cool hack. Did you bro. know you could do that? No. Look at you. You, you tap. You also, but look how long it took you to do it. You tap on this. I know because I'm not that good at it. <laughs> and then look. But you know, like you can just go like that, right? Like what? You just hold Watch, it into hold, the text, and then you can scroll through each letter, or you can do this yeah. with your there, now with do the space the same bar. Thing. And look, you did it quicker. Look, one hand. You did it quicker. Well, no, I didn't know that either. Okay. You know what else you can do with that? Send. No, you can make a phone call. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Reading here, Pete D- Davidson did what, uh, after breaking up with Ariana Grande, something that you uh, had for years recommend to people all the time, Roz, mm-hmm. which is a clean break. You stop yep. following on social, mm-hmm. right? Stop stalking them. You mm-hmm. don't need to know what's going on in their mm-hmm. lives. And block them. Completely block them. Yep. And that's exactly what Pete Davidson did. Did he? He blocked Ariana Grande on social media. Sources told People Magazine he decided to block Ariana to ensure his well-being, quote, he blocked her and said, stop reaching out. You're not good for my health. I can't have this in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jeez. he's been, he's saying, I mean, and it's out there, not just he, but it's out there, been relentlessly harassed since he started dating Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. And he says this, quote, I'm trying to understand how when something happens to a guy, the whole entire world just trashes him without any facts or frame or reference. I've been getting online bullied and in public by people for nine months. I've spoken about BPD, bipolar disorder, Mm -hmm. and being suicidal publicly, only in the hopes that it will bring awareness and to help kids like myself who don't want to be on this earth, no matter how hard the internet or anyone tries to make me kill myself, I won't. Yeah. And then Ariana Grande had to go and post a message after all of this blew up and says this to her fans. I've never encouraged anything but forgiveness. I care deeply about Pete and his health and would never encourage any kind of mistreatment. I haven't seen any of it because I'm blocked. But I want you to know that I would never want or encourage that ever. And you should know that. I care about him deeply. Then act like it. Who, Ariana? Yeah. Then act like it. The power she, she has. She has, a, she has incredible power. Yeah. She has immense power. And to turn around as fast as she did to capitalize on the breakup the breakup mac miller's death everything mm. to capitalize on all of that which you're more than you completely yes of course you could do that you're an artist you can write songs about every anything you want right but to know what was going to happen to pete davidson after thank you next mm-hmm. even though you said nice things about people your fans don't care that's the reality ariana grande and all the other pop artists in the world your fans are vicious 
Oh yeah, you're, they're vicious, and it's not like it's a secret. She's and, seen what her fans have done in the past, and when you sit there and let that happen, and I know you can't control it. That's the problem. Who Ariana Grande? Yeah, she can't control it. But uh, you have to, but if yeah, she can't. She can control the fact. Okay, she can't. can't control what her fans are saying and what they're doing online, but she can control whether or not a song, absolutely, is released. Yeah, you right? can. You cannot put Pete Davidson in your video. Right. Right. You cannot release that song as great as of, of a song yeah. as it is. Yeah. Knowing what it would do, knowing the aftermath of yeah. releasing that record. Yeah. You could choose to not release that to the world. Right. We would be calling for hearings if Ariana Grande was a male artist and Pete Davidson was a female star where if the male artist sorry I dipped and then put the thing in the video and then the woman was attacked online the way Pete Davidson is being attacked online oh she'd be canceled we, we would we would ask for he'd be canceled right away we would ask for Twitter to shut the whole thing down yeah right yeah, that but video would never see the light of day. You'd never see the light of day. You'd never hear it again? No. It's be, it'd be vicious. Yeah. Cruel and unusual, right? But these pop stars fans, like Ariana Grande's fans, man. Yeah, it, I feel it, so bad for Pete Davidson. They're vicious. For what they're saying to this guy. Yeah. It, like, it, like really awful stuff. Like oh. kill yourself. Yeah. Because he dated Ariana Grande. For like a second. Yeah. Like he planned on marrying the woman. And your response is kill yourself. Yeah. Because it didn't work out. Yeah. Like, you people are mad. So You're mad, all of you. So, Pete Davidson, uh, for his own well-being, took the step yeah, and blocked him, Ariana Grande on all social media. Yeah, good. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, do you share your passwords with your wife? Sure. Yeah? Yeah. Like, which ones? Oh, like, like, let's just all say, all, let's say all of them. Like, if she could, could, yeah. could she unlock your phone if she wants to? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she does all the time. I don't care. Yeah. I have no secrets. Because uh, according to a new survey, just under half—so that's a quite a big number—just under half people say that they share their passwords with their significant other. Twenty-eight percent of men and seventeen percent of women say that they share their passwords, and it made them trust their partner more. Hmm. But it didn't strengthen everyone's relationship. 16% of people say that the passwords help them catch the other person cheating on social oh, media. Damn. And 12% of people say that they have actually broken up with someone because of what they found. Oh, wow. So, No, my wife knows my passwords and yeah. I have no problem. Like if she opens up my laptop to use it, yeah. um, I have stuff on there. Yeah. But I have no, like she'll, okay, for example, on my, Mac, on my MacBook, right? Yeah. I'll, I always have my messages my text messages app open. Oh, no. Right? So, yeah. you know, like all the dumb stuff that you and I send oh, each other throughout no. the day? She'll see something there, yeah. right? And it's all harmless. It's just stupid yeah, stuff. Yeah, she'll be yeah, like, yeah. what's this? Yeah. And then I have to explain it to her and she'll yeah. be like, you guys are weird. Yeah, okay, I got to rethink some of the stuff I send you, <laughs> send you now, now that I know that, uh, that your wife is watching. Um, yeah, because I think it shifts the trust, right? Like, you know, you can trust somebody by giving them your password, but then you have to shift the trust to, well, I trust that now that you have the password, you're not going to go snooping around looking yeah. for it. Do you share passwords more? Obviously not, but I have to include you because you're here. My email is always open on the computer. Well, my main normal email is always open on the right. computer. But we know that that's not where the devil lives. No. Right. How many email addresses do you have? Two. 
How many email addresses do you have that damn it Matthew doesn't know about your husband? One. Okay. Although, well, yeah. Um, although my texts pop up on the screen because I uh-huh. can't figure out how to turn that off. Right. Um, and I guess my phone, no, that's my own. What do you think would happen? Like, if he picked up your phone and it was unlocked, what would your initial reaction be? Oh, dear God. Does he share passwords with you? No. See, the funny thing is, last night, I'm trying to set up on the TV uh, Amazon Prime because we want to watch the Mrs. Mabel thing. Right. And it came to where, because he's the one with the Amazon Prime account. Right. So he had to uh, set up his account on the screen, and he asked me to leave the room when he was entering the password. <laughs> he Are won't even share his for Amazon, Amazon Prime? Amazon. <laughs> and I was sitting wow. There, Yo. You know you have trust issues when you can't share your Amazon Prime. Why won't he share his Amazon password <laughs> well, with I'm you? I'm sitting there and I'm like, really? I'm like, what am I, what's the worst that can happen? He's like, you would go and order stuff? And I'm like, yeah, then it would show up. It's not like you wouldn't know. Yeah. Hold on a second here. So your trust goes so deep that you guys won't even share the Amazon password. I have my own Amazon account, but he has his, he has Amazon Prime. I don't have Amazon Prime. Right. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So he gets that free shipping and you don't? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Oh my gosh, really? Hi, what's your name? My name's Hannah. Roz, Hannah texted us this morning. Mm-hmm. It is her 30th I birthday. I did. Oh. But I definitely did not think you would ever call me. Well, of wow. course. Happy 30th birthday, Hannah. Oh my God, thank you so much. That's amazing that you're calling me right now. Um, in awesome. her text to us, Hannah said that she's been listening to us since she was in high school. Wow. I definitely have been, yes. What's the best part about being 30? Um, I'm still finding out right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> So far, so far. Um, so far, I've just been showered with so much love, and that's been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything? <laughs> to be very, you're, yeah. You're, to be very honest. Yeah. Is there anything that you're worried about, or because you know people freak out at thirty? Yeah. They, they yeah. Kinda, it's a big. It's a like, big oh, turning I'm point. Old now, and <laughs> I think it's more so that when you're young, when you see somebody who's thirty, you think they're old, and you're like, "What the hell do you?" That's know? definitely so it. Yeah. And you remember that. Um, you, you remember when you were 15. Like 15, you go, 15 years ago, you were 15. <laughs> oh my God. Don't put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> now you're old. Um, I honestly think if I didn't, I bought a house last year. Yeah. And if I didn't buy a house with my sister, then I wouldn't feel as like accomplished. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. But I've definitely, like I've done something. So I feel a bit like I've done something in life. I've been <laughs> Hannah, uh, so 30 years old and you just bought a house. And the one thing that you always hear um, is how difficult it is for a young person, for anyone really, to get into the housing market. How was it going through that process for you being now you're 30, but going through that process in your uh, in your 20s? It was definitely nerve wracking. But I definitely had a lot of support from my family. And it was something I'd been working towards. For a while, right? And I had to support me and my sister did it together, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like we're going to get divorced. So, I think... <laughs> hey, listen, I'll tell you, I'm... Jeez, man, my brother and I have lived together our entire lives. We still live together. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, we, we bought our first house together when I was in my 20s. Uh, another one years later, when I was married, we all still lived together. Uh, when that ended, we all lived together. Now that I went, you know, <laughs> me, me, and, me and Catherine and Roxy, like everybody just lives together. We have one, we just nice. all live in one house. Yeah, like we're just best friends. So we thought yeah. it was like the best idea. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I it's been a really great year and I'm just ready for 
the next one, I guess. Yeah. If there's any bit of advice you can give to someone listening right now who wants to get into the housing market and save enough even for a down payment, uh, right. what, what, what steps did you take to ensure that you had enough money on hand for all of that? Well, I mean, I've definitely made sacrifices. I mean, it's not like I go out as much anymore mm-hmm. did while I was saving, right? I mean, there were quite a few nights at home, but I had definitely like a lot of good friends and a great support network that allowed me to do that without feeling like I was missing out. Did your parents you know? just give you a ton of cash to buy the house or no? No, they okay. didn't. Okay. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't that easy. I don't, I, don't want you to, no. I don't want you to be one of those where you're like, listen, man, you just got to live lean for a little while and also get $45,000 from your yeah. mom and dad. <laughs> Um, uh, where did where did where were you guys able to buy? That would be nice, right? Yeah, where were you guys able to buy? Well, I had to buy. I bought in Oshawa. Okay, so okay. it's not like I'm in the city, or like yeah, I had to yeah. buy quite far away from where I was originally living with my family. Yeah. But I mean. I just had to make that. That was another sacrifice. Like I had to kind of find where I could pocket in and buy in the market, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. All right. Well, you do what but you I felt like do. it was a nest egg. Congratulations yeah, and happy thirtieth birthday, Hannah! Thank you so much for calling me. Oh I'm my god! So excited. This is gonna make my day. Aww. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You oh, too. Oh wait, wait, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Yes. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh my god! I would always hate when you guys would, call, would ask me this. Um, do I have to pick between the two of you? Because yeah. Maury is so funny. No, that's not the question. He's not even in the room. Okay, then. Yes, it is Razumoka. My sister just came in and went, oh my God, is this Razumoka? They're asking me who's my favorite. No, I have no idea. This is so hard. Oh my God. Okay, um, you know, I'm going to pick Roz because he's sassy and I feel like he never gets a pick. I'm wow. going to throw him a bone here. <laughs> oh no, wow. you get the pity win. <laughs> wow. Wow. No, it's not a pity one. You guys both make me laugh equally, and it's so difficult. Okay. All you needed to say was Sassy Roz gets yeah. the bone. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I heard. Oh That's all God. I heard was Sassy Roz gets the bone. Thanks. <laughs> love you, Anna. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. I love the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I got the best news yesterday. Actually, it's the best news for you. You're going to freak out. For me? Yep. Well, let me see. I already know SummerSlam is coming to Toronto. Uh-huh. In August. Yep. Not that. I know. Better than SummerSlam. I saw the Captain Marvel, the new trailer. Better than Captain Marvel, the new trailer. Netflix accidentally leaked the uh, start date of season five of Black Mirror. Oh, great. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No? Nope. nope. Um, if you don't know, I've watched one episode and one episode only of Black Mirror. Yeah. And season one, episode one, yeah. national anthem. Yeah. All I'll say is Prime Minister and the Pig. Yeah. And that ruined, <laughs> ruined, ruined two things for me. Ruined, ruined everything. Ruined uh, Black Mirror. Yeah. So now I'll never be able to watch Black Mirror. Right. Even though I know that... None of the episodes have anything to do with one another. Yeah. Just hearing Black Mirror makes me think of it. Yeah. And number two, it ruined pigs for me. Right. Which is unfortunate because both of them are awesome. <laughs> yeah. But I will. So they, they sent out a tweet and then I guess they quickly deleted it. And it's uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch oh, is, is what it's called. Uh-huh. And uh, December 28th is when it's going to drop. Oh, wow. It's the, it's the fifth season. And I guess one of the stories that came out about this season of Black Mirror is that it was revealed that the season would feature an episode 
where viewers could actually control the ending for themselves. Us, the viewers? Yes. Us, the viewers, can actually control the ending themselves. How on earth would you do? They would have to film a few endings. Then you have to like push a button on your remote to get yeah. that. So it's like choose your own adventure. Yes. And you Hold know on. what they're going to do. And you, and you know what they're going to do with Black Mirror is that they're going to say they're going to leave it up to people whether somebody should live or somebody should die. Yeah, for sure. And you know that people are going to vote and they're going to kill somebody. Right? Because but, that is the most Black Mirror thing to do. Then you can also then rewind and just see both endings. Yeah, sure. Essentially. You know, you know they're going to play you. You know they're going to play you. You know what would be a boss move for Netflix? What's that? If whatever you chose, yeah. that they would know that that's what you chose, so the other ending is taken off of your Netflix account. Right, exactly. Oh, so you yeah. can never rewind no, and watch so both. You can never. No, you, you don't have to like, never, ask a friend forever. or... Yeah. Where you have no use, idea. Like log in under somebody else's account. Yeah. Dude, is technology there yet? Of course it is. My kid, uh, there's a there's an interactive uh, Minecraft game on Netflix right now that my kid plays. My where God. it's it's on Netflix, and then you you take the like you move the thing around, you choose yeah, your own way. Yeah. Netflix is already interactive. So they December need to do three endings where one's no, like just no, so no, ridiculous no, no. But or I'm something. With you. They're going to get you yeah. and you're going to be responsible for somebody dying. Yeah. And you're not going to get to see <laughs> yeah. what would happen if you went the other way. Yeah. Nope. A smart move, Netflix. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm good. How are you? Good. It's Roz and Mocha. Uh, thank you for sending in your note about home for the holidays. Oh, no problem. Okay, so where are you from? I'm from Orangeville. Okay, and where's the family from that you want to get out to see? They live in Leduc, Alberta. Okay, so the story goes, and correct me if I'm wrong here, um, so you're in a situation like a lot of people are dealing with blended family. So, So you have a little boy who's four named Aiden. Yes. Okay, Aiden has a half-sister named Ava who lives in Alberta. She's 10. Yes. Okay, they get along very well. Very well. Talk to me about their relationship. So Aiden's dad, um, so we've never lived with Ava. Okay. But we've always had a great relationship with um, with the mother. We're very lucky. So Aiden and Ava only see each other once a year because I'm a, I'm a teaching assistant for special needs here in Brampton. And I can't travel during normal hours or normal peak seasons, let's say. So when they get together once a year, it's honestly, like, it's amazing to see how they pick up. They enjoy each other's company. They play with each other. They they just love each other. But Aiden doesn't understand why he can't see Ava like all the other kids at his school because he's just started uh, kindergarten this Mm -hmm. year. Yeah. So he's really asking me questions about, like, well, why can't I see Ava? Like, my buddy can see his friends and everything else. And we were trying really hard to get them down for the holidays. But, again, the peak seasons, I can't afford it. And and she can't afford it either. And it's just absolutely heartbreaking that my little guy can't see his sister during the holidays. Do they do they FaceTime a lot? Do they try to do that? Yes, they do. Yeah. So they FaceTime a lot. They write letters a lot. We, uh, we exchange like presents throughout the year with each other. Uh, we talk on the phone as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, like we, we try so hard to, to keep them so involved with each other. When, like Aiden when, just loves his sister. <laughs> when, when Aiden talks to you about Ava, what are the kinds of, uh, of things that he's saying? Like, what does he like about their relationship? What does he like about her? That she's funny. She's sweet. She's, she, he always goes on that she's so silly. Yeah. Um, that she stinks because he's got a really crude sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that like he misses, he plays with her. He, he draws her pictures all the time. 
Um, he always wants big, to, it's like... It's big sister. It, it is. It's yeah, his big okay. sister. Have they ever spent the holidays together? No, never. No, wow. And, and they never will. Right. And that's because of my job. I can't travel. And when he asked Santa to go and see his sister... It was just heartbreaking. So what wait, happened? Wait, wait, wait. So what, 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 what happened? Yeah, we were at the mall, and he asked his sister to see Santa Claus. He asked Santa or, to see sorry, his sorry, sister. Sorry, 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 Santa. <gasps> Santa to see his sister, yes. What did he, oh, what did he say? What did he say? Yeah, for Christmas this year, I want to see Ava. Yeah, oh and where, where were you when this went down? I was, like, right in front of him. Oh, that must have been crushing. Um, where is uh, Aiden right now? Uh, Aiden right now is actually at home. His dad's getting him ready for school, because yeah. I have to... Yeah. Um, when are you going to get to talk to Aiden again? I could talk to him um, once I get to work. I could call yeah. him. Actually, no, I couldn't because he'll be in school. Oh, okay. Well, after he, school, we want you yes. to give Aiden a message for okay. us. We want you to tell Aiden that Santa Claus actually called the Razamoka show. Okay. And wants Aiden to pack his bags. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Aiden is going to be able to spend the Christmas holidays with his big sister, Ava. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, he's going to be so excited. Oh, you're so welcome, love. I can't believe you guys called. Well, listen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Santa Claus got us on speed dial, so. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Like, his wish came true. Yeah. <laughs> Have a wonderful holiday with your boy, okay? Okay, thank you so yeah. much. You shout out to Santa you guys Claus rock. and, and, and shout you. out to, to Air Transat for hooking us absolutely hooking this up for you guys as well, okay? Oh, you guys are amazing. You Air Transat, thank you so much from the bottom of our heart. Of thank course. you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. One second. Oh my God! So yesterday, everybody freaked out because they thought that Friends was going to leave Netflix. Oh, yeah. What happened with I that? I don't know. I don't and know. where I, did the mix-up come from? I, I think because there was a, it showed up on people's warnings. And I don't know where you get a warning saying what's leaving Netflix. But I think yeah. that there's like a, a new and leaving soon category on yeah. Netflix. And Friends popped up on there. And then people started freaking out. But then what happened is that Netflix had to come on and say that, no, 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 no. Friends isn't leaving. And then it came out what reportedly Netflix paid to have friends on Netflix. Oh, wow. And? Because so, they have the entire series Yeah, so after the, after the chaos that went down with everybody losing it because there may be no more friends, Yeah, uh, Netflix quickly assured subscribers that they the show to, would be around. Netflix had to pivot <laughs> around the situation? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, that it's going to be all through 2019, friends is still going to be there. Oh, how you doing? And then we find out how much Netflix reportedly paid to have friends through 2019. Okay. A hundred million dollars to keep the show for another oh year. Oh my God, for one year? Yeah. Other estimates have it no around. No wonder our memberships are going up. 70 to 80 million. But Netflix has been paying 30 million dollars a year for friends. Holy cow. So to keep it until the end of 2019. Yeah. They, it's it's a hundred million dollars. So when did it start last year? Wait, yeah. But, so it started last year, and then to keep it through twenty nineteen is a hundred million dollars is what they've paid to have. But then friends. what happens after that? Then and it'll it's be gone? gone. Yeah, then it'll be gone. <gasps> yeah. So you have another year of Friends. Oh my god. On uh, on Netflix, isn't that crazy? That is an insane amount of money. Yes, insane for Friends. 
for friends. It wasn't even that good. I mean, Don't. some episodes are oh, funny. It was okay. It was fine. Yeah. At friends, okay, I shouldn't say that. Friends was fine at the time, but friends didn't age well. Right? Right. Yeah. No, I can friends see that. Did, friends didn't age well. Yeah, we watched a couple of episodes just last uh, two weeks it, ago. It doesn't. It's a very, it's very, I unre- watch it it's very unrealistic. It's on every channel, every day. I watch it all the time. They're all adults and nobody drinks. You got to look past and then, the, that. And yeah, Ch- Chandler, Chandler was right. the only one that like smoked. Yeah, and it was like a big a thing. It was a big thing. And then and then you remember like that one time the one guy showed up that did drink, they tried to get him sober. What was his name? Fun Bobby, right? <laughs> <laughs> remember that, that one guy, the, the most real character on that show, Fun Bobby, shows up and then they got to like get right re- now. It, it was such an unreal You have to look past all show. of the, you know, what makes sense. No, but I can't see that now. Because yeah. what I'm saying is that I enjoyed it at the time, but I can't different look eyes past. Now. I have different eyes now. Other shows I can watch. Forever, like yeah. Friends, Seinfeld. Me. I watch them all the time. Two very different shows. Yeah. Two Both very to different me are shows. Still very funny. No, no, Seinfeld's still very funny, and so is Friends. Friends to me, it just did. It didn't age well, and I, yeah. I don't know why. I don't, and maybe it's because there, there's like I realize now when I'm watching it that there's things that they do in that show that you just can't do in shows anymore, right? Like nobody works. Yeah. When are they meeting? When are they meeting? Who, like, what grown person? Like Rachel work. Yeah, no, okay. And, and Ross worked at the museum. Okay. What grown people in your life that you know of or you know of, Mocha, mm. what grown people have you ever met who get together with friends before work? At the coffee shop and stuff? Nobody yeah. does. Yeah, no one. Nobody does. Nobody. Hey, before work, why don't we all get together, the six of us, and grab a coffee? (laughs) And have a lengthy discussion. Right. (laughs) Nobody gets together with friends before work. Except friends on friends. Except friends on friends. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. The other night, I go, I'm searching around Netflix, there's nothing on. Okay. Right? And I see the Catherine, I go, "There's there's a lot of stuff like you would call me shows, but... You know, maybe you're interested in them. Yeah. So I started running through some options. She's like, no, no, no. And I go, well, what about Outlaw King? Outlaw King? And she goes, what's that? I'm like, it's a a Chris Pine movie. And she goes, I don't know. I go, if it makes any difference, he goes full frontal in it. She goes, no. And I go, okay, cool. And so we then go, we watch something else. Okay. And then the next night, I'm tooling around Netflix, same thing. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, she's getting ready to go in the office and do some work. So she gets up to kiss me. She goes, hey, why don't you watch the uh, the Outlaw King? Because I know you want to see it because Chris Pine goes full frontal. Oh, man. <laughs> and I go. She hit you with the roast right away. And I go, well, no, I didn't say that I wanted to see it because Chris Pine goes full frontal. She goes, that's what you said to me last night. <laughs> I said, no, it's not. It is technically what you said to her, though. I was like, I was trying to use that to, I was trying to sell the movie to you. Right. So I thought maybe you watch a movie like uh, about a king and maybe you're interested at some point in seeing Chris Pine go full frontal. Yeah. But she uses it as a setup for a very hilarious joke against you. Yeah. And she goes, uh, so you you have no interest in seeing Chris Pine go full frontal. And I go, no, I have zero interest in in Chris Pine going full frontal. She goes, then why do you want to watch it? And I go, uh, well, now I can't watch yeah. it. That's <laughs> true. You can't. No. And then she says, uh, it's okay. You can just watch it one day when I'm not home. Because <laughs> it's not weird like, at all. Like, I need to spend some alone time with <laughs> like, the Outlaw King. But I can't even do that. Because in my head, I'm like, well, now I absolutely can't watch it yeah. when you're not home. Because what if 
You walk in, and I'm alone watching Outlaw King. And it's, especially if it hits that scene at the exact moment, she realizes what you're watching. Right. (laughs) I should be like, I told you so. Right. So now I can't watch Outlaw King. (laughs) So if anybody's seen it, I was actually very curious to watch it. It looks like a pretty solid film. Yeah. Uh, Feel free to tweet me if it's any good, your reviews. I will take them to heart as if I myself had watched the movie. Oh, man. That's funny. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Okay, Roz, I'm ready. Okay, Mocha, here we go. For the podcast, let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 news break. Uh, so, Southwest Airlines is apologizing for an employee uh, who laughed at a five-year-old passenger's name. Oh, no. So Why Southwest- is it always Southwest that makes headlines for these terrible, South- terrible things, man? Southwest, uh, they're in the news a lot for a whole like bunch tre- of different reasons. Treating, Crazy. Treating their customers like trash? Yeah. No, Delta's always the... the oh, yeah, yeah, Delta, yeah, yeah. Delta. Um, yeah, uh, they, uh, Southwest gets in trouble for stuff like this and also uh, for shaming fat people. They're always the ones who right. shame, shame you when you get yeah. on a flight, right? Because Southwest Airlines is like a bus. Like, you don't get an assigned seat. No, right? it's like, a free-for-all. Yeah, you line up, and then you just get on the flight, and you just find your seat. It's, yeah. it's like a bus, like a city bus. So anyway, so the Southwest Airlines gate agent uh, was going through boarding passes when she noticed one passenger's name was Absidy. And we've talked about this before. Absidy is spelt A-B-C-D-E. Right. And then the Southwest agent made some comments, and then took a picture of the boarding pass and posted it on social. No. Can we (laughs) do that? And the mother was there, and so it all went down, and this is the mother. The gate agent started mocking my child's name, laughing, pointing at me and my daughter, um, talking to other employees. So I turned around and just said, like, hey, I can hear you, so if I can hear you, my daughter can too. Like, I'd appreciate if you just stop while i was sitting there she took a picture of my boarding pass (laughs) and chose to post it on social media um mocking my daughter so uh southwest apologized for the name mocking saying that the employee violated the quote golden rule of treating every individual with respect i'm going to say something to that mom right now get used to it okay so you can't go to every news agency in the city that you live in, every time somebody makes fun of your daughter's name, who's five, and I don't think anybody should make fun of a five-year-old for any reason, or any kid for that matter, but you have to understand that what went down at the gate at Southwest is only a small taste of what your kid is going to go through in life. Sure. Hey, what's your name? Absidy. How do you spell that? A-B-C-D-E. Yeah. When you name your kid A-B-C-D-E, that's on you. And so... All throughout that kid's life, they're going to go through this. And that, again, is on you. And every time somebody makes fun of your kid's name because it's A, B, C, D, E, you can't go running to the local news stations to shame the people that did it. That's on you. When I I spell it out here on my computer, it does look unconventional. It looks weird. It's A, B, C, D, E. I'm just trying to be nice. (laughs) 
By the way, there were six children in America last year named oh, A, B, C, D, E. Can I tell you, I thought you were going to say there were six kids on that flight with that <laughs> no. name. Six children in all of the U.S. last year were named A, B, C, D, E. And by the way, just to, to kind of compare it to other ridiculous names, there was 51 kids named ISIS in 2018. What? And 18 parents decided to name their child ESPN. Moving on. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, the top five things we steal from work. Oh, Maury. Oh, I'm a thief. Okay. Go. Okay, Maury. The top five things you steal from work. I stole something yesterday. Which was? A notebook. Okay, let me see on here. Uh, notepads and other stationery. 22% of people. Ding, ding. Okay, what else you steal from work? Pens. Number one on the list. 38% of people steal pens. Stapler. Stapler is 8% at number four on the list. Oh, soap. Uh, like pump soap, hand soap, toilet paper, toilet paper, mocha is yes, seven percent of oh, people oh, have stolen oh, toilet oh, coffee paper. mugs. No, printer paper. Yeah, uh, reams, yes, that reams. that is uh, number three on the list. You guys are nailing all of them. The only thing that you have not said was what was tied for number five with toilet paper. Oh, hold on. Yeah, money. And you've done this too, Maury. Oh, money. Mocha, as far as I know, has not. Stolen food from the, 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 the fridge in the kitchen at work. No, I never have. Oh, I've done Never. It was a weekend. Bonnie, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Bonnie's so mad at you seven years later. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. Uh, Tumblr. Are you on Tumblr? Uh, am I on Tumblr? I've never been on Tumblr. I think I signed up for an account like when they first came out. Yeah. But I didn't do anything with it. Big I just signed yesterday. up just to, to get it. I don't even know what you do on Tumblr. Uh, they say that Tumblr, though, will stop start blocking adult content as of December 17th, which is weird because I thought Tumblr was more of the younger sort of people that use yeah. uh, Tumblr. So on December 17th, Tumblr will be putting into effect an adult content ban. This according to The Verge. Uh, they reported this yesterday. The decision comes just a few days after Apple removed Tumblr, the app, from its iOS store uh, oh, due to really? issues of child pornography that popped oh. up on Tumblr and inspired the backlash from users who were wondering why the company has decided to ban all explicit content. So they found child porn, and now they've decided to ban all porn. Hmm. And then some people are like, well, why don't you just ban the child porn? And according to the Tumblr Report Center, photos, videos, or GIFs that show real-life human genitals or female-presenting nipples, I don't know what that means, and any content, including photos, videos, GIFs, and illustrations, uh, will no longer be allowed if they are huh. of a sexual nature. And then Tumblr says, as Tumblr continues to grow and evolve, our understanding of our impact on our world becomes clearer. We have a responsibility to consider that impact across different age groups, demographics, cultures, and mindsets. So there you go. Um, and a lot of people are saying that this will, in fact, be the end of Tumblr. Wow, really? If this happens. Yeah, because I guess Tumblr's real porn heavy. I didn't know this about no Tumblr. Idea. I, had, uh, I had no idea. Uh, according to a new study, what was the most influential movie ever? And Ooh, when, when we say influential, they analyze the impact <sighs> of over 47,000 movies to determine which ones have changed movies the most. Oh, easy. And they use some complex math to figure it out but they just provided the list here. So when they say most influential, which movies changed 
filmmaking, storytelling, everything oh, the most. That's easy. Which is what? It has to be Star Wars. Not number one. How is that not number one? Star Wars is not number one. And I will tell you this as well. Star Wars came out in 1977. Yeah. On this list of the most influential movies of all time, Star Wars is the most recent movie. Are you, no. Are you thinking things like Citizen Kane? Citizen Kane is number seven. So like pre-77? Pre-77. I don't know anything else that existed oh. before yes, 1977. Yes, you do. Sound of music. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Uh, is the sound of music on my list? So tell me. Uh, no, hit. no dancing Nazis on my list. Sorry, <laughs> so hit me. Who who's on the list? Okay. So uh, honestly, I couldn't name. I, I couldn't name a movie before okay. 1977. Uh, Gone with the dizzy. wind. What? Gone with the wind is on there. I've never seen it. Uh, Jaws is on there. Wait, Jaws isn't an, an 80s movie? No, Jaws is 75, bro. Miracle on 24th Street. Are you serious? Uh, I don't think you said that right, Maury. Also not on the list. Oh. Uh, the Godfather, 1972. It, Godfather's not an 80s movie? No. Like made in the 80s? No. I, I had Godfather's no idea. 1972. I've seen The Godfather really? like a billion times. Uh, oh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Casablanca, 1942. One of my favorites. You can play it for me, you can play it for me. Citizen Kane, as Maury said. Uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Worst movie 1968. Psych what? Psycho, 1960. And the number one most influential movie of all time was actually released in 1939, Mocha. Oh, God. Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's a great movie. Wait, Wizard of Oz was made in when? 1939. It's true. You know, up until now? Yeah. You thought that was in the 80s as well? I thought that, <laughs> yeah. I thought that that movie was made in the 80s. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. Why wow. on earth would they put black you and white like, then? You were like 50 years off. Wow. I was today years old when I learned <laughs> that Wizard of Oz was that old. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Oh my God, Cardi B and Offset are no more. What? Yep. So one year after they got married, Cardi B yesterday posting this on social media. I've been trying to work things out with my baby father for a hot minute now. And we're really good friends. And you know, we're really good business partners. And you know, he's always somebody that I run to, to talk to. And we got a lot of love for each other, but... Things just haven't been working out between us for a long time, and it's nobody's fault. It's just like, I guess we grew out of love, but we're not together anymore. I don't know, it might take time to get a divorce, and I'm going to always have a lot of love for him because he is my daughter's father, and yeah. But apparently you've been cheating all over town, though, right? That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Uh, also, on Monday, uh, Cardi missed a court appearance to face charges for assault and reckless endangerment over a fight that took place at a Queen's strip club on August 29th. She allegedly ordered members of her entourage to beat up a waitress at the club because she thought that uh, she was sleeping with Offset. And then after all this went down, Cardi B's uh, announcement that they split, uh, Offset commented on the Instagram post uh, early when it went up, just simply writing, y'all won. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know. That sounds juicy. Oh, no. Uh, Kevin Hart set to host the 2019 Academy Awards. Hey, I like Kevin Hart, man. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. Um, I just started reading an article on why that's the hardest job to fill now. People don't want pe job? people. Yeah, people don't want to host the Academy Awards. Why? I don't know. I didn't read the article. I just started reading the article. Oh. But uh, I guess it's... It's a lot of it's a lot of pressure. You don't get paid, yeah, 
Oh, you, you don't really? No, no, no. You don't get paid. I don't I think. I don't think you get paid. Is, is it, it like the Super Bowl? It, yeah. Is also I'm sure your like, writers and stuff do. I'm sure that you got a budget, but yeah. I don't think you, it's not like a like a big. Like Kevin Hart's not walking away with a check. Kevin Hart's not making Kevin Hart money to host the Academy Awards, right? right? Like that's or any the, money. Or yeah, I mean, he may they may make a little, but he's not making Kevin Hart money to do yeah. a show to go and host the Academy Awards. Uh, Kevin Hart said on uh, Instagram, for years I've been asked if I would ever host the Oscars, and my answer was always the same. I said that it would be the opportunity of a lifetime for me as a comedian, and that'll happen when it's supposed to. Mm. I am so happy to say that that day has finally come, and I'm going to host the Oscars. I like Kevin because you know The Rock's going to do something with him, right? Oh, for sure. Which is going to be great. Yeah. And I love Kevin Hart, and I think that Kevin Hart's the perfect tone for this. Um, and, And I think that they've realized that you really need to not go political. Because it doesn't help awards shows. Yeah. For for the last two years, they've trotted out every sort of awesome, skewering, roasting, political type person to host these awards shows. And the numbers for award shows have been down across oh, the board. Yeah. People don't want Boring. that. Boring. They don't I want hear about that. that. They want to hear Kevin Hart be funny. Yep. Maybe do like one little political joke and that's fine. Yeah. And then, and then Rose, do like a funny skit with, with The a, Rock. Do a funny skit with The Rock. Yeah. And then just move on to some awards. Yeah. Let me look at the dress. Right? Don't make me feel bad. Yeah. I don't want to feel bad when I watch the Academy Awards. I don't want to feel dumb when I watch the Academy Awards. People yeah. don't want to. They have no time for that, man. No time. Uh, so Travis Scott was caught up in this cheating scandal. I don't know if you saw it. There's pictures going around where he was, it appears that he was stepping out on Kylie Jenner on a balcony <gasps> with like a, I don't know, butt model, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right? I don't know how else to describe her. She's wearing a thong bathing suit and they were making out. And the the photo that was going around had a TMZ watermark on it and everything else. Oh my God. And then Travis Scott had to go on social media to be like, guys, what are you doing? I'm like, my my thing with Kylie is solid. Yeah. Y'all are tripping. And then it turns out that Travis was telling the truth. Oh. That good. he wasn't cheating. So how do you explain that picture? And this was a staged photo. And this photo was staged by a YouTuber named Christian Adam G. And he took inspiration from the people who fooled everyone with the Justin Bieber burrito shot. Oh, eating a burrito sideways. Eating a burrito sideways. So he was like, oh my God, those guys made the world think that Justin Bieber is an idiot and eats a burrito <laughs> sideways. Uh-huh. I get what they did. So I'm going to do the same thing and possibly ruin an entire man's life. Not the same thing. No, completely so different. This is the guy in his words. That photo you've seen of Travis Scott allegedly cheating on a significant other, Kylie Jenner, was completely staged and we were the ones to do it. Never pulled off anything like this before. Never even tried. But hey, watching the Yes Theories video gave me the drive to want to pull something like this off. The goal of this video is not to hurt anybody's relationship, but it's to see how gullible is the internet. The question is, do the internet even care about the truth sometimes? Yeah, no. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and also, you know who else cares about the truth? Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. Yes. <laughs> I understand pranking the world into thinking that Justin Bieber doesn't know how to eat a burrito. Yeah. But to take a man's life and put 
his relationship yes. in jeopardy yes. is not okay. No. And Kim Kardashian even had to get in on this. She wrote, I hate that I'm bringing attention to this, but this is absolutely disgusting that you would find this funny yeah. to mess with Travis and Kylie, who just started a family together. Yeah. This is really damaging to relationships, families, and is just so wrong. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Like, do a prank. You don't do a cheating prank. No, not like, a cheating that's prank. So like you want to do rude. something like hilarious. It's like, oh my god, Travis Scott has never worn a hat in his entire life. Yeah, something like that. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't ruin a man. No. It's a not funny. No, Come it's on. not it's not funny. Sean Mendez is officially more relevant than Justin Bieber. Oh. So Twitter released their annual because he knows report. I a burrito. Yes, for most talked about uh, everything. And uh, when you calculate the Canadian celebrities, obviously Drake was the top Canadian celebrity talked about on Twitter. But Sean Mendez came in uh, at number two above Justin uh-huh. Bieber this year. So for the first time, that happens. Yeah, shout out to Sean Mendez. So we know that uh, Vince McMahon from the WWE announced that they're bringing back the XFL, which failed miserably. Right. The first time around, I think it was like 2000. Didn't even last a full season. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, so they announced that they're bringing it back. And yesterday, they said which cities. Oh, they did. The teams will be out of. Yeah. How did I miss this? Eight cities include Dallas, Houston, LA, New York. Seattle, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, and Washington. Hmm. Good group of cities. In the announcement, Vince McMahon also says, quote, we are evaluating a player based on many things, including the quality of human being they are. If you have any sort of criminal record or commit a crime, you aren't playing in this league. Wow. End quote. Could you imagine if the NFL did that? There'd be, no, there'd be no NFL. There'd be no NFL. Almost on a monthly basis, you're hearing about some NFL player mm-hmm. being charged for something. Yeah. But that announcement was made yesterday. Vince McMahon bringing back the XFL and the eight cities they'll be playing out of are Dallas, Houston, LA, New York, Seattle, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, and Washington, D.C. Roz and Mocha Q&A. It's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Before we get to the questions, though, and the person that we have on hold, I want to read to you some of the uh, the reviews that we've been getting on Apple Podcasts. By the way, thank you to everyone that leaves a review and a rating. Five stars across the board, guys. So congratulations nice. to that. Um, let's start with this one. The title is Love It, and this comes from My Pockets Hurt. <laughs> Out West. We only get a two-hour segment per day, so I'm thrilled that you guys put this out so I can get more of the show and don't miss any of the good stuff. Uh, I love the show, and you guys are awesome. No, not you, Maury. Oh, wow. (laughs) Sorry, dude. (laughs) Sorry, bro. So uh, I guess that would be either Kiss in Victoria or Vancouver where the uh, Razamoga show airs. Uh, Another one from Clarette says, five stars again. I love the podcast. I don't always have time in the morning to listen, but I love listening to you guys. I hope you can answer one of my questions one day that I asked. Well, Clarette, uh, we will keep an eye out for your questions uh, in the Ask Razamoga section, okay? Eric's D writes in five stars as well. Freaking did just, amazing. Did you just say Eric's D? Eric's D. A-R-I-X-D. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it meant Why? like Eric's D. 
<laughs> what like, are you thinking of, like, bro? Like Eric D wrote us a question. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. A R I X. Best show ever. I frequently drive to and from New York and Toronto every week and have not gotten sleepy at the wheel once. Cheers to keeping us drivers stimulated and safe. Wish there were more episodes available, but gladly take quality over quantity. Keep up the good work. Uh, Six Man writes in, best podcast, hands down, five stars. Best laugh on radio, Mocha. Best wheeze on radio, Maury. <laughs> Smoothest, coolest dude ever, oh, Roz. <laughs> and we'll end on this one. Uh, another review, five stars on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Nina GFBR. I never heard the show on the radio because I found this podcast when I wanted to replace my favorite Brazilian radio show to a Canadian version. Wow. Uh, once I'm in Canada, I need to improve my English. Well, I still listen to the Brazilian show, but Razamoka is much better because it's fun, interesting, and there's no commercials or songs, and they are good people. Well, so you thank you very much to everyone that leaves a, a rating and review. You can do so Apple Podcasts, Google Play as well. Okay, so every week we post on Instagram at kiss925, ask Razamoka. This is where you get to uh, fill up the comment section with whatever question that you uh, want answered. We'll try to get through as many as possible. And of course, invite one of you to join us on the podcast. So we say hello to Amanda. Hello. Hi. What's going on? Welcome to the Razamoka Show podcast. Thank you. (laughs) How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Good. All right, so what is your question? Okay, my question is... Do you ever get attacked by your own thoughts out of nowhere, like thinking back about things you did in your past, and then you just cringe so hard, and then you get stuck in that state of mind and just hate it? Uh, yes, all the time. <laughs> all, you have all, one in, yeah. like, specific? All the time. Mine are more of Ross? the, jeez, uh, like the things from my past. Not so much the things from my past. It's more of a daily thing, like the one that drives me crazy, like crazy, is... Uh, if somebody, I'm walking down a hall and somebody's walking down the other way, going down the same hall, and then they look at you and they're like, hey, what's going on? And I go, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you just keep walking yeah. and I want to circle all the way back to see that guy again. And, and be like, hey, by the way. Yeah, no, and just, no, and then I'll do like, a, I'll do like, and then I'll be like, how's it going? And then he'll be like, good, right? I need to make good on those things. Like somebody yeah. walks by, because it happens to me when someone walks by and they're like, hey, how's it going? And you go, yeah, you too. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that, you know, quite often where, um, you know, somebody like, I'll be leaving or whatever. And then I'll just have my bag and the, the, driver will drop me at the airport and he'll be like have a great flight i'm like you too (laughs) and then he gets in his car i'm going to pick up my next my next uber passenger those are the things that drive me nuts right are those are those little things and uh, especially now with uh with with uber um, i have a real hard time with because i get a lot of lady uber drivers Uh and when i get in the when i get in the car they'll always be like is this for r because my name is just r in uh in my uber profile and i'll always say yes sir and then even if it's like a woman, and then I have to like correct myself, right? And go, ma'am. <laughs> like, so I feel real dumb. So it's just stuff like that that I get haunted with. I don't have anything like in my past where I said something real terrible to somebody that haunts me on a daily basis. It's more of that stupid stuff. Wait, what about you, Amanda? Okay, well, I feel like I'm the, okay. I, I'll just be like sitting there like at home usually. And then 
all of a sudden I'll just like out of nowhere get this like thought of something I did like 10 years ago and I'm like oh my god and then like I start like reliving the situation and I'm like oh my god and then I'm like I just yeah so I got like really haunted and then I have to get out of like (laughs) get out of that headspace what was the thing that you did 10 years ago that makes you uh that makes you cringe like that like a million things like I can't even like pin like I just did the weirdest stuff I feel like when I was growing up and like getting older my brain wasn't working and I just made like the (laughs) dumbest choices and then I think about it I'm like oh my god because I feel like only like recently I'm becoming a normal person and so now I'm just like haunted by being crazy when I was younger and it sucks (laughs) I'm 31 oh okay um yeah I will say the one thing that pops into my mind at least once a week yeah and it takes me a while for it to get out of my mind and I can, like, thinking about it now, I just feel super awkward, super weird about it. Yeah. When I was younger and my sister Laura was still a baby. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it was just me, my mom, my dad, my sister Laura. This was before my sister Lisa was born. And when we would be at home, when my dad wasn't home, my dad was always working, right? And anytime my mom had to, like, maybe go take a shower or cook or something, do something, she would be like... Look after your little sister. And mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, no problem. And I'll never forget, one night, my mom said, look after your sister. Right. I'm going to go take a shower. Oh, no. <laughs> we were in my bedroom, and I was like, play wrestling with her. And she's just a baby. <laughs> and I went to do a body slam. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Softly on the bed. Yeah. But when I threw, I threw her in the air a little bit too high. <laughs> So she was vertical and her head was tilted back. And in my mind, I was like, oh my God, she's going to break her neck. She's going to break her neck. But it all happened like so fast, but in super slow motion. As she was coming down vertically, if she would have hit her face on the bed, her neck would have snapped. I can't even. But she did. Like the last minute, her body flipped. Yeah. And she landed on her back. So you're obsessed about the time you almost broke your baby sister's neck. And almost killed him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Maury? Uh, when I was much younger, I still get haunted images in my mind of when I stole a bag of potato chips and got caught. Oh, my God. <laughs> from where? From you where? From... Like a variety store. It was salt and pepper. No, sour cream and onion chips. And I remember she came around the corner. She's like, did you take something? I remember throwing it outside uh, on the curb <laughs> going, nope, didn't take anything. <laughs> never forget that. Really? Yeah. Have you stolen anything since? Like physically? No, with your heart. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What you mean yeah, that. hearts right around the city. <laughs> yeah, um, soap from the gym. Right. That's right. Yeah, you do steal a lot of things. You're right. You're terrible <laughs> like that. Right. Uh, wow. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Um, Stephen wants to know what's the most meaningful uh, or sentimental gift you've ever gotten. What would you say, Tim? Oh, more. God. Oh, God. Roz, you go first. No. Gee, oh. um, sentimental gift. I'll say something yeah. while you guys think about it. Yeah. Uh, growing up, my dad would always ask me to help him in the garage or help him do work in the basement mm-hmm. or help him just maintenance around the house, right? And it was his way of uh, trying to teach me skills, various skills, right? Home improvement skills, uh, change of brakes on the car, sure. oil change, whatever. And he always had this red toolbox. And I'll never forget, it was all banged up. So when Jenna and I moved in out of the condo into our first home together, 
my dad, as a gift, gave me a red toolbox, oh, just great. like the one that he has. And every time I look at it, I just think about all those times where I'm standing there holding the flashlight, and I'm like, Dad, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And he's like, here's how you change the brakes, or here's how you, you know, put drywall up, yeah. or here's how you fix a sink. Why didn't he give you his red toolbox? He still uses it. Oh. Yeah, it's all banged <laughs> up and everything. Oh. He's still, he's like, <laughs> wow. I'm not going to give you mine. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's interesting with sentimental gifts. Um, because I'm not necessarily like a sentimental guy, and I wish I were more more sentimental. I do, because I'm, it, and I don't know why I'm not. Like I don't have those little things that trigger me where I remember certain parts of my life or remember certain people mm-hmm. in in my life, and I and I certainly don't, you know, have that with gifts. Um, I have stuff of my dad's that mean a lot to me. Like I know my brother. Um, my, my brother's never smoked a cigarette in his in his life. He's never smoked anything in his life. But my dad had a couple pipes because my dad every now and then used to smoke a pipe. Yeah. And um, my brother, like once every couple years, will just bust out one of my dad's pipes and go upstairs onto the top of the deck and smoke oh, yeah. a pipe. Right? Oh, dude, that's really and, nice. And so he does that. And I think that he does that because it brings him sort of closer to my dad, which sure. is a weird thing to do to smoke a pipe to bring you. But I think it's a smell. Yeah. It's a whole sensory kind of totally. kind of thing. So, uh, so I know my, my brother has stuff like that, but I, I don't really have that and i feel you know i feel kind of terrible about it like i have stuff from my kid that you know that roxy's made me and everything is like i don't favor one thing over another like sure. i love everything that my kid has ever given me i love everything that Catherine has ever given me like i'm sentimental about everything equally but i don't have those sort of one you know kind of triggery things and i wish i did i wish i had something in my house that i could go and hold that would make me feel close to somebody yeah. or i wish i had that thing that i could go and just like look at or listen to or read that would bring me back to 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 a moment maybe it hasn't I, happened yet maybe it hasn't happened yet you're right right maybe it hasn't happened yet maury uh i was super close with my my papa and your grandfather? Your, my grandfather yeah. your dad's dad no my mom's dad okay and we were like bestest of friends we used to go bug collecting together and everything all the time and he was a, a stamp collector, and uh, when he passed, uh, I was given his like in 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 what do you call it incentive? No, intensive like big stamp collection and inheritance. <laughs> inheritance? You inherited no like intensive no? like you extensive extensive, extensive stamp oh, collection right? Okay. And I still have it, and I add to it. So um, like I still collect stamps now because of him. Yeah. I still like um, I'm on the Canada Post mailing list for like you know special stamps. It's probably so why you, they went on strike. You keep his collection going, basically. I do. Right? And oh, you, do you enjoy it? I, I absolutely love it, and yeah. I'll flip through it once in a while. And it's so old because he started it when he was a kid. So like they're like some of the stamps are falling out and yeah. stuff. But it's super, what's the furthest super place? Um, that you have a stamp from, you know, like um, he is Zimbabwe. He is like Argentina. Places I've never heard of. <laughs> uh huh. You never heard of Argentina <laughs> because of the stamps I have. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's see here. Drum. Outside of textbooks from school, are there any books or stories that you've read that changed or influenced your life? Oh God, jeez, these are like. I don't really read much Where's books, to be honest. Frivolous with you. BS that we normally get on Ask Razamoka. I have to talk about what I read. I don't like reading. You know me and reading. Yeah, you hate it. I hate it. I can't remember what the last book was that I read. To be honest with you, no. Like I like articles. I like. Yeah, I, I like, like quick I reads. Like, I like papers. I, I magazines I, I like, and stuff. Yeah, I don't. Maury. Uh, well, I read. Perks of Being a Wallflower, and I cried while reading it, which is crazy because you're right. just looking at words. Yeah. 
Because you're just looking at words. Okay, here. Here's a wacky one for you. Yeah. From Leo. What animal would you choose to be if you were reincarnated? Mm. I think the easy answer right there is roach. Why? You get killed Why, in a day. Though? People hate you. No. Nobody gives you love. Yeah, but roaches can survive like a lot, man. Yeah, but do you and- know what do you but do you know what you have to do to be a roach? Not much. It's not a good life, man. Well, it's not a good life. Like I'd want I'd I'd want to have a life where somebody loved me and like took care of me. Like a dog? Yeah, sure. Like I would love that. I know, but there's people out there who they treat take dogs you, they terribly, take you on vacation right? I want to be a bird because like you can fly. That's a good answer too. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Bird. What, what kind of bird? Like the, you know the one that ho ho. Oh, the hawbird. The hawbird. <laughs> no, actually, you know what I want to be? People like love a crow? these. People love this. In Portugal, it's called the night bird. Yeah. The night bird, and they only come out at night. <laughs> like, is it, a, is it a bat? No, but it's a normal bird, but it makes the sound. It goes ow, 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 ow. Oh, and the people, owl bird. And people love I, it's a Portuguese word, but people you people will go out at night just yeah. to tours, well, just to hear the uh, for the owl, owl bird. Owl. Oh, maybe owl. a sloth. Oh, right. Really? Though? Yeah, they're happy. You live in the they're mud. So slow. So, so lazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I, was, I watched one of those Planet Earth shows one time. Yeah. And you know, I, I, penguins are adorable and they're great, but when you look at what the life of a penguin actually is, it is one of the most rough lives of any species in the world oh ever. it's survival it is, like to the limit it is when it comes so, to penguins it's so crazy because they're they're partners for life almost I, I think with penguins and when they have a baby the the mom will sit there with the baby and then the dad's like okay i'll see you guys in a bit i gotta go get some food and then what they got to do is they have to manage their way down these giant rock faces with waves, like smashing them back into these rocks as these little penguins try and make their way down the rocks. Then they got to jump off a cliff into the ocean. Then they got to swim out into the ocean as far as they can. Two weeks later, Two weeks. they fight their way back through the ocean and the waves and everything in that water that also wants to eat them. And then they get smashed against these rocks. Yeah. If they manage, if they manage to climb up those rocks, they have to try and then go and find their lady penguin, hoping that she hasn't shacked up with another penguin yeah. while they were gone, thinking that they were dead. So then the dad gets there, who's probably starving at this point, has to empty out all the food for his wife and his baby uh, to eat. And then you think that he gets to sit and chill with his wife. No, he doesn't because now the dad penguin sits with the baby and the mama penguin goes and does the same thing for two weeks. Like that's a terrible life. So I would say penguin because they're adorable, but not after that, man. Planet Earth changes the way. When you watch Planet Earth on yeah. Netflix, it changes the way you look at the world. So you're like be- everything. Be- better off being one of those hawbirds. Right. I'm going back. Ow, ow, ow. The owlbird. Yeah, the Portuguese owlbird. I like that. Uh, Kelly asks, what is your favorite superhero? I guess who is your favorite superhero? Don't have one. We know Roz is too smooth and cool oh. to answer this. <laughs> Man, that couldn't have been any more perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, straight up, Superman. Yeah. Maury? Batman. Okay. Superman's a boring one, though. Why? I don't want to have the Superman, because Superman's a boring superhero. Batman's You're awesome. Boring. You get the car. Yeah. Superman can fly. I know. He's boring, though. He's indestructible. Nobody, nobody likes anybody who's indestructible. Is Inspector Gadget a superhero? Mm, no. Some would argue that. Who? Me. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. 
I mean, he has a utility belt. He can go go like go Batman. gadget. All these things come out of his head and his belt and stuff. He could solve crimes. I think he's a superhero. Mm-hmm. Okay, I it's a solid one. argument. I mean, he's as much of a superhero. There are many arguments I'm going to win in no, life, but this true. one. I'm oh, gonna... here, Steph asks a great question. Mm-hmm. What was the first thing you learned how to cook when you moved out of your parents' house? Interesting. I learned how to cook very well inside my mom's house. Yeah? Yeah. Um, she taught me very young, and I've done the same thing with Roxy, which is you, you learn very early that if you have a fussy kid, mm-hmm. the way to change that early is that kids will generally eat what they cook. Yeah. So Roxy hated eggs. Proud. She hated eggs. Hated eggs. And the one, the first thing my mom taught me how to cook well was an omelet. And mm-hmm. I was making omelets when you shouldn't even be allowed to use the stove. I was making omelets and flipping them in a pan. Yeah. And so I taught Roxy years ago uh, when she was about before five. Yeah. How to cook an omelet and crack the eggs, mix them, everything else, how to do a perfect omelet, what the right color was, when to cover it, when to take the cover off. And she will eat omelets if she cooks them. She will not eat eggs under any other circumstances. Really? And so we started doing that. And there was a lot of other foods that she was sort of on the fence about. And then I got her to cook them with me. Yeah. And then she would eat what she cooked. And then she discovered that it was actually kind of great. And so if you're dealing with a fussy kid, I would say get them cooking really, really, really like super young and give them the tools and everything that they need so when they do move out on their own because it's a problem it's a real i remember when i was 18 and i saw guys who were living on their own and they had no idea how to do anything yeah in a kitchen yeah. like nothing in a kitchen that was shocking to me i would say the one thing that i learned how to cook like once i moved out of my parents house yeah. and it's super simple yeah but it wasn't until i moved out was rice really yeah yeah for as long as I was living at my parents' house, my mom would always make the rice or right. my dad would make the rice. And rice ain't easy. It's not easy. You even, burn it, right? No, yeah, even the easy rice. Like it when ain't you, easy. It's, even the easy no. rice that you can make isn't easy. Um, I, would, I You buy a rice cooker, though. That's yeah. The, that's, yeah, yeah. Rice rice cookers are great. They're so worth the money and the, the rice comes out great. Maury? Uh, well, my dad was so young when he had me or whatever, so, I mean, he didn't really know how to do much to begin with when he was raising me. He had to learn. Right. We learned everything together. I mean, when I was growing up, he thought laundry detergent, the box was for one load. So when I was younger, he would dump the whole box Shut in. Shut your mouth. This Get happened once, here. and the whole place was flooded because he thought that that box was for that load. The second it's time, like he, thought the, comedy. he thought the, mic, <laughs> the button on the microwave that said muffin was to just warm up a muffin. No, that's to cook a muffin. So we then started a fire. <laughs> so when I moved out, I learned how to make Frank Sherman's famous concoction, which is... <laughs> Pasta, ground beef, you know, corn, whatever you can fit in there that sort of sounds good or whatever, that's your dinner. So I learned how to make concoction. Made that for Matthew on our first date, and I've never been allowed to cook since. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that all makes sense now because when you make mac and cheese, what do you put in your mac and cheese? My mac and cheese has tuna, corn, uh, ketchup, uh, mayonnaise, butter, uh, egg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So gross. Yeah. We tried it once. I tried it you once. You tried it once. Disgusting. It was... I had it last night. Did yes. you? Because Matthew was at a work party. Oh, um, KD asks, do you Speaking all of... have a pre-show ritual? Maybe like how uh, LeBron does his powder splash. Yeah, cheese. A... What? Yeah, when I wake up in the morning, I always have a piece of cheese. <laughs> That's the first thing you have in the morning? Yeah, piece of cheese, and I'm chewing it while I pee. <laughs> Wait, so you wake up in the morning. Go to the fridge. Go to the fridge. Grab a hunk. Get a hunk of cheese. Pee. And then you go to the bathroom and pee. Yeah. While you're eating the cheese. Yeah. 
That's super weird. Yeah. But what do you do when you get in here? Do you have a ritual before you get in here? I mean, like when you get in here, sorry, before the show starts? Well, I mean, it's the usual is unpack your bag, oh, have a sip of your tea or whatever, and go But no pee. ritual, though. Ritual? Like tap the desk five times kind of thing? Something like that. Yeah, like we don't do, if you're asking whether we, we do like a, a group high five, go tea. Yeah. Like, Let's have a good show today, guys. Yeah. No, well, we don't really do there's that. There's a chair by the lockers, and sometimes like I'll just go and sit for 30 seconds alone and then come back in the room. <laughs> 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 Did you really? Yeah, there's a chair, so I'll just go and sit and just be like, oh, okay, here we go. And then, <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, you got to go psych yourself up? Yeah, like, you know, like before you get in the rink. Yeah, why? Because you think it's going to be tough? or No, it's just like it's so early, you're like, okay, okay. perform. Right, because there's sometimes yeah. there's a lot of yelling that happens and stuff in the room. And yeah. All that other Any junk. pre-show rituals? No, I don't know no if I necessarily cheese have and pee? one. No, like I, I have a routine in the morning and I like to get here before you guys get here mm -hmm. to have some, you know, alone time in the studio just yeah. to kind of get things organized and... uh but I don't have like a specific, I walk in and as soon as I close the door, I'm like, woo! Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't no, do anything like that. Yeah, no, I know. It's weird. I, and I, I sort of wish we'd now, now I'm starting to think that we should. Should, should we? Should we all like hug? Or like when you guys. Slap like, each other's butts. <laughs> <laughs> like like before the yeah. show starts, we just like slap each other's butts. Yeah. Or beard tickled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Maury. Do you have anything that does not involve a potential sexual harassment lawsuit? <laughs> no. Right. Next person. Beard, beard tickles. Have a good show, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. I don't even know how that works. All right. Cool. Uh, oh, here's here's uh, uh, I'm curious what Ross Weston's educational background is. Uh, grade twelve. And then. And then. Oh, I did one year of community college. Yeah. And then yeah. you started working right and after. And then I started working right after. So I have a, uh, pretty much, I have a grade 12 plus one year of community college education. Hey, but you know what? Albert Einstein failed math. Yeah. But I'm not that, though, more. I'm, I'm not saying that I'm that. I'm a product of the uh, Canadian public school system plus one year of community college. Hey! <laughs> and look at you now. Yeah. Uh, here, we'll end on this one. Elizabeth McDonald asks, what's one thing you were completely unprepared for when becoming a parent? Oh, my God. Now, your kid is... So much. Uh, eight and a half now. Yeah. My kid is 19 months. Yeah. And I will say, the one thing that I was unprepared for yeah. is the uh, lack of sleep. Mm. The amount of sleep that I, I would not be getting. Because I was used to getting like seven, eight hours of sleep a night. Yeah. On top of that, every single day going home and sleeping for like maybe an hour and a half yeah. in the afternoon. And now, none of that exists. <laughs> In my world. <laughs> There's a ritual for you. During the uh, Ask Ross and Mocha section of the podcast, Tim and Maury will freely burp. Um, do I have... Okay, so what is the... Uh, I'll say this. They always tell you that you, you, you're surprised at how much you're going to love your kid, right? Mm. I wasn't surprised about that. About that. Because I had a, so much love for my parents. Yeah. They gave me so much love growing up that I wasn't surprised that I'm going to, when they hand you the kid, they're you're basically going, here's the thing that you were going to love more than anything else, including yourself for the entire rest of your life. Yeah. And they're right about that. But I think that the thing that I was not prepared for was how much I would miss her when I'm not around her. Yeah. Even when, even though she's older now, like she's eight and a half now, 
And I don't think that I, I, if somebody said that you, when, when you're not there, you're going to miss your kid. And I mean, you're like, of course you're going to miss your kid, but they can't articulate to you how it feels to miss your own kid. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing because you have this attraction, like there's a draw that you have because they're from you, right? Like that you, yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're a part of you. And when they're not around, it's weird. Like my it almost life hurts. It does. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Like something happens in the house when I'm there. And if I'm alone in the house, and don't get me wrong, I love being alone. I love alone time. Uh, but something in the house shifts when Roxy comes bursting through the door. Like yeah. it's crazy. Everything changes. Yeah. Every single fiber and molecule and piece of energy in that house changes as soon as she barges through the door and throws her backpack on the back of a chair. Yeah. Everything changes. Yeah. Everything. It doesn't matter what was happening. And so, and then you realize that the, the, you physically changed too. And then what changes in you is that the, the thing that you had where you missed her or him in your case, that you didn't even know that you were feeling. It's just totally. a constant feeling that is always there when your kid's I not around. I miss my kids so yeah. much. Yeah. So much throughout the day, throughout the show. Even after, like five minutes after we put him down to sleep for the night, yeah. we'll be sitting on the on the couch, Jen and I, and be like, I miss Cruz. Yeah. And we were just with him five minutes ago. Yeah, 100%. Right? It's crazy. But that's the one thing that I was unprepared for, I think. Ask Roz and Mocha every week. You will see at Kiss925 on Instagram a picture. And again, all you do is fill up the comment section and we'll invite one of you to join us on a future episode of the podcast. There you go. That's a wrap. Catch you on episode 58. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss92.5. Kiss925.com or on the Kiss925 app.